93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday and it is March 12th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. One year after the nation was brought to a near standstill by the coronavirus, President Joe Biden used his first primetime address Thursday night to announce his plans to make all adults vaccine eligible by May 1st and begin to mark our independence from this virus by the 4th of July. He offered Americans fresh hope and uh, appealed anew for their help. Speaking in the White House East Room, Biden announced moves to speed vaccinations, including lifting eligibility qualifications, deploying an additional 4,000 active duty troops to support vaccination efforts and allowing more people such as medical students, veterinarians and dentists to deliver shots. He is also directing more doses towards 950 community health centers and up to 20,000 retail pharmacies to make it easier for people to get vaccinated closer to their homes. His aim is to let Americans gather at least in small groups for the 4th of July and make this Independence Day truly special. Biden was marking one year since the onset of the pandemic that has killed more than 530,000 Americans and disrupted the lives of countless more. And we have a clip from last night. It was different for everyone. We all lost something, a collective suffering, a collective sacrifice, a year filled with the loss of life and the loss of living for all of us. But in the loss, we saw how much there was to gain. Earlier Thursday, Biden signed into law $1.9 trillion relief package that he said will help defeat the virus, nurse the economy back to health, and deliver direct aid to Americans in need. Some direct checks could begin arriving this weekend. A New Jersey man is facing charges after prosecutors say he pointed a stolen gun at a Montgomery County police mm. officer's head and pulled the trigger three times, yeah. but no bullets fired. Is this that story insane? is uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. Montgomery County District Attorney uh, Kevin Steele on Thursday charged 20-year-old Ronaldo Figueroa Arden with attempted murder of a law enforcement officer and related offenses. According to investigators, a White Marsh Township police officer was called to Mulberry Lane at 8 a.m. on Wednesday for reports of a person checking for unlocked car doors. The officer spotted Figueroa and attempted to stop him on foot, but he would not listen to verbal commands. Figueroa allegedly pulled out a handgun when the officer grabbed his arm and pulled the trigger at least three times, but no bullets were fired. The officer wrestled Figueroa to the ground and placed him in custody with the help of responding officers. Uh, police say that Figueroa had uh, had, the, I'm sorry, the, the gun that Figueroa had um, was reported stolen from inside of a parked vehicle in Worcester Township Tuesday night. While the gun did not fire, there were bullets in the magazine, according wow. to police. Damn. Yeah. A pair of World War II-era explosives were detonated on a Cape May beach Wednesday night. The unexploded devices were found uh, in a yard on Elmira Street on Wednesday. Police and fire crews responded and evaluated some neighbors uh, and technicians safely removed the devices. The explosives were reportedly found by Memphis Grizzlies player Kyle Anderson. When I bought the house back in October, the neighbor on the other side warned me the former owner used to bury a lot of stuff. The yard is lumpy. <laughs> I'd say so. Right? The yard is lumpy and uneven. And he said even when he hired landscapers, uh, he advised the landscapers that there were things buried in the backyard, Anderson said. I would say things like don't use a pickaxe or anything of that nature. (laughs) That would be an additional warning I would give. The bomb squad was called back on Thursday after a third device was found. Authorities say you should call police if you ever find one of these devices and never touch it. Hmm. In sports this morning. Sacks are yummy. Ah! 
Flyers lost to the Washington Capitals last night in South Philly. The Flyers scored two third-period goals to get closer after falling behind 4-1 but couldn't complete the comeback in an eventual 5-3 loss. Brian Elliott made 17 saves in the loss. The Flyers and Caps play again tomorrow night. And the puck will drop at 7 o'clock. The Sixers return to the hard court for the first time in more than a week with a win against the Bulls last night in Chicago. Tobias Harris scored 24 points, and the Sixers beat the Bulls 127-105, to 105, even though they were missing stars Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons for contact tracing. Dwight Howard scored a season-high 18 and grabbed 12 rebounds, and Tony Bradley added a season-high 14 on 7-for-7 seven seven shooting. The Sixers are on the road again tonight with the game in Washington against the Wizards, and Embiid is expected to return to the lineup. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. And in football, news. The Kansas City Chiefs released franchise left tackle Eric Fisher and right tackle Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Schwartz, uh, the pair who started Super Bowl 54 with Patrick Mahomes but, uh, that led the Chiefs to a title over the 49ers. Both moves are surprising, but particularly the release of Fisher, who was drafted number one overall in 2013 and was a cornerstone of the organization for nearly a decade. And that's what I have for you this morning. Alright, thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to uh, Friday, and you mentioned the release of that uh, football player well, uh, Steve and I had our, our own version this Your morning. Oh, yeah? Yes, there was. Uh, we captured another one of our fuzzy little friends. Oh. One of the mice in our office, and Steve took it outside and went to uh, That's the one I'm looking at. Uh, and we released him into the wild. Where did you take him? So I took him all the way back to the woods. Want to yeah. give him, send him back. It's going to be lovely weather, hopefully. And, and uh, you know, I'm, that's the desire is that he gets back with his buds. They yeah. say, where were you? And he has a story to tell them. But, yeah, yeah. he went scurrying off Preston. I th- you know, you wonder what they're thinking. Like, okay, this is it. I am. You know, and then I let them go. And, you know, I let him go. And he's like, you know, he's for a second. He's like, I could see him, like, looking up at me. Like, really? And then he just took off. Whoa. I named him Simba. Simba. So long, Simba. Uh, and so we'll uh, we'll keep you up to date each time we release one of these uh, majestic creatures into the wild. By the way, I had one of those. In fact, I have two of them. Those sonic repellent, those uh, pest repellents in the in the uh, in the office. Um, he ran right by it. Yeah, yeah. I think he, uh, he actually was so standing can... in front of it going, so so <laughs> Steve, Yeah, Steve had, had bought humane traps, and we've had those out for, yeah. you know, like a week and a half or so. And then he decided to get these uh, sonic repellent things. <laughs> we didn't catch anything for the week, week and a half. The day after he put the sonic repellents in, ridiculous. we catch one. Yeah, we wow. <laughs> it actually draws them. Yeah. I think it draws I actually, them in. I, I, so I had a mouse issue. I almost bought one of those, but I was like, this is... This is probably crap, and I'm just going to buy mouse poison. If those things really worked, they'd be in most houses. Right? Probably. All the time. Because they're, they're, they're nothing. You just plug them in, or you set them down, and they're good to go. But, I had yeah. the box in my hand. I was like, I just don't. It's always don't been sketchy, it. yeah. but I, I, we're so committed to try to humanely yeah. get these little guys out of there. Yeah. And Steve, uh, we got pe- one. Other people in this building are going to hire you. Uh, yeah. Well, you know who they need to hire? Brent Porsche. Yeah. He has <laughs> He's got His record Brent. is unimpeachable. So, Steve, I know you were trying a bunch of different types of bait. What was the one that was finally successful? Brent Porsche's bait, oh, which yeah? is the Snyder Honey Mustard Pretzel. Pretzel? Yep. Uh, yeah. I probably would have gone for those, too. <laughs> I mean, I had a guy who was an exterminator who used to do this for a living tell me what to use. Brent Porsche, who's our overnight DJ, he's got mouse, it right. He's the mouse whisperer, man. Yeah. He's got his buddies. Well, listen, he's in there all night long, 
and uh, he needs friends. And <laughs> he's, he's got time to perfect his method. He's learned how to uh, to get into the world of uh, of the mice. So and the mouse head. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. All right. So that's we started off at, on a good note today by releasing that guy out of here. So I was happy about that. All right. We have a few things going on today. We're giving away our word of the week prize, five hundred dollars chance for you to win that at the end of the program. Don't miss it. Guest wise, Lorraine Newman. Will be on Saturday Night Live alum, original cast member. She has a memoir out called May You Live in Interesting Times, which is available now. It's exclusively on Audible. Audible came to her and said, would you do uh, uh, an autobiography for us? No kidding. So that's the only way you can get it. I bought it. Okay. I just realized it because I love listening to yeah. books on Audible. Last year, she liked one of my uh, my tweets. No way! Yeah, oh, dude, you guys are besties. We are. We're She's getting probably going to say hi in there. Yeah. Is, is Casey there? <laughs> uh, no, because she had uh, tweeted about her being uh, clean and sober, and it was uh, her anniversary. Oh, oh, and cool. uh, you know, I just was basically saying congratulations, and most likely you wouldn't even be here. She, she'll say that too. That. Yeah. So she she says uh, she's been using Casey since she was thirteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're probably going to hang, hang out hang yeah, out, and yeah. have some dinner tonight yeah. or something. <laughs> Good. I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to get her on around 9 o'clock. We're also going to have a quick conversation with uh, Dr. Mack. He's the guy that runs uh, the um, Skipback Pharmacy. Kathy had mentioned he hit national news. He's working really, really hard to get these uh, COVID vaccines out. And uh, he wants to speak about the volunteers real quick. So we'll uh, we'll go to him. And I would like to find out where he got his Henry Cavill Superman costume. Uh, you can yeah, certainly yeah. do that. So uh, <laughs> we have these things going on and more. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report is up next with the stupid question and giveaways we won't be gone long hang in there listen to all the wmmr podcasts as well as a live stream on your alexa enabled device just say alexa open mmr in Shopplay Win Monopoly at Acme, every ticket wins an offer, a prize, or tokens for sweepstakes. It's easy to play. There's no game board. Just scan your tickets from checkout in the Shopplay Win app and see what you won. With over 230 million in prizes and money-saving offers, you could be a winner. No purchase necessary. See rules at shopplaywin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Acme, official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to ask you a question, giveaway prize if you get it right. It's our stupid question, and it is a digital download of the comedic action thriller Pixie that we will give away. And the question is movie-related. At the end of the film Titanic, when Jack and Rose meet by the clock on the stairs inside of the ship in a dream sequence, what time does the clock run? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Two one five two six three W M M R, and it's um, it's an iconic scene. It's and the the time is significant. All right, so right. at the end of the film Titanic, Jack and Rose meet by the clock on the stairs inside of the Titanic uh, ship in a dream sequence. What time? Does the clock read? Let's see if you know. They should never have established that was a dream sequence and just made you think they were all alive again. <laughs> what happened? All right, so today is Friday, March 12th. I have some birthdays to go through. We'll go th- uh, start with this. Uh, actor Aaron Eckhart. Great. Uh, is 53, yeah. I was actually thinking about him yesterday for some reason. I saw a uh, I saw a new movie teaser or, or information um, with... Uh, um, uh, oh, uh, Viggo Mortensen yes. starring it. And so we had Aaron Eckhart in the studio a long, 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 long time ago. This is at Y100. 
And I remember I, I have a, a question I asked him that I regret. And I asked him, if uh, does everybody you know confuse you for Viggo Mortensen? Because at the time, I thought they looked a little bit alike. Right, right. And, and at the time, Lord of the Rings was really big. And even though Aaron Eckhart had a, an established career... I had asked him about this other actor, and I thought that was kind of an insulting question, and I oh, wish I wouldn't have asked. No, him. That's a good question. Right at the beginning of the question, though, I just saw an interview with him, and he said that was the low point of his career. <laughs> low point of his career. <laughs> it's one time, uh, but he was a very nice guy, yeah. and uh, he's great as, as Two Face, Harvey Dent, and Dark Knight. He was exactly what you needed to be. He was exactly the guy you believed that a Bruce Wayne would say. He can do this. Yeah, yeah. he can do this. Yeah. But I do, and they have kind of like picked it apart on social media. The scene where uh, he's in the hospital, and he doesn't realize that the Joker is the nurse until like the very, very last second. He, he has had half his face blown off, <laughs> I know, so right? he's not in his right, total hey, frame of mind. I, I never thought he's, of it yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. What could possibly be distracting him? <laughs> yeah, but but people are p- nitpicking that apart. They yeah. didn't recognize that it was. A it's Joker. almost like it's yeah. not real. It, uh, um, oh, because there, there's one particular point in that scene where it's, he's like, "Wait a second, you're the Joker," right. and you know there was probably a few minutes before. That. Oh, when he takes the mask off, that's what it is. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Casey and I, there's there's a moment from that scene that Casey and I yes. do weekly, uh, and it's where Joker <laughs> looks at him and, and kind of does this weird little smile and goes, hi. <laughs> like that. And, like it's all awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I'm sure you're upset with me. <laughs> we, yeah. we, do, we do it all the time. I don't know why, but we've that, we've yeah. chosen that as our scene. <laughs> I but he's, oh, you, oh, oh, it, it looks bad. Yeah, yeah. I, say. I, I killed your Sorry. girlfriend and I I killed your friend. <laughs> but I have a proposal for you. Uh, Aaron Eckhart is 53 today. Sammy the Bull Gra- uh, Gravano, Steve. Just got out, Preston. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about a completely beyond, the, even the level of the mob sociopathic hitman, Sammy the Bull, I think his, they, they estimate 60, maybe 50, 60 murders that he's reputed to have committed yeah he was the executioner he uh, was he for was, he was the dude that that, that they uh that he was Gotti's boy sent out yeah oh, and yeah. he's the one that turned on Gotti. yeah and then that's who said got him sent to jail he's 76 today uh liza minnelli also a oh, member of the mob absolutely uh, is, she was a capo yeah she's uh, capo. uh liza minnelli turned 75 today the other lucille the other white, the other Lucille in uh, Arrested Development. She's great on Arrested Development. Is she? Yeah, yeah and she just plays a, an exaggerated version of herself. But man, is she funny! And every now and then, she'll belt one out. It's fantastic. Yeah. If you want to see her legitimately being, because she is a funny actress in the original Arthur. Yeah, she's great. She is great. Yeah. I agree. She has lived a um, complex life with her mother and, um, yeah. and her, the, the fathers that came through her life. And, yeah, it was very strange. But uh, Liza Minnelli, 75 today. I thought that David Guest marriage would run oh, through the distance. Yeah. And that photo yeah. of her and David Guest and Michael Jackson. I forgot who else. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Liz there? Taylor. Yeah, maybe Taylor. Liz Taylor. Uh, yeah. There's a photo where you're God, like, it, what, what kind of effed up party? <laughs> Did I miss out on? And wasn't it a wedding photo? It was. Wasn't it? It was hers. Oh, her it wedding? was hers. Yeah, for, yeah. with David Guest. Hey, who's up for going to Fridays? Oh, <laughs> I thought it was. It was like a freak show photo. They had it a Fridays <laughs> afternoon. Tater uh, skins are on me. Uh, so she is seventy-five today. Uh, Daryl Strawberry, Nick. There's hey. your buddy. You got his card. I can't believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. Mm, yep, he's seventy-five. 
Uh, you also, or no, he's not. I was like 75. He's 59. Oh, wow. Liza Minnelli Holy is 75. <laughs> so He was that good a player at that advanced age. He is one of those guys like, like Doc Gooden. I mean, he could have been a Hall of Famer, and, um, and drugs and crime got in the way of his career. It's too bad. Another birthday, and, and a guy we were so uh, pl- privileged to have on the air one time, James Taylor celebrates his birthday today. That, that, I think that stands as one of all of our collective greatest yeah. moments on the oh. show. We had what they call a T1 connection. Yeah. So it was kind of flawless uh, audio quality. Yeah. And we were asked, what would you like James to play for? I mean, when you can <laughs> give a James Taylor request to James Taylor, holy hell. You know what I love about James Taylor is, is you know, his his music is, it's very, uh, it's calm. It's, yeah. no, it's nothing, you know, big. But he is, he is one of the most, he is like the most Caucasian guy with the most soulful voice. His, mm. If you listen yeah. to his vocal styling, even though the... Uh, the music is considered uh, kind of, you know, milk toast. You hear his his movements and the scales that he's singing. He has so much soul in his voice. He is fantastic. We first have artist that, that, uh, that oh, I'm sorry, Case, first artist that um, the Beatles signed. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, no for, kidding. For Apple. And um, his, you know, his... His lyrics carry a lot more import when you listen to it. You give time oh, to listen yeah. to his stuff. Like Sweet Baby James is such a great song. And Go fire, ahead, Case, I'm sorry. No, no, fire, it's fire, just, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we have the audio. Whenever you're this, ready, James. This oh, is the audio from that morning. Is, uh, uh, to try to rinse the palate. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see the sunshine? Can't you just feel the moonshine? Ain't it just like a friend of mine? Hit me from behind. Well, I'm going to Carolina in my mind. Wow, he's uh, something else, man. Also, his, something uh, else. he would know more as a, as a musician, but... His interesting chord progressions, yeah. like there, there, there's a lot going on in there. But I mean, so I, uh, by happenstance, my wife mentioned to me that there's a uh, concert date on the calendar. I think for July with James Taylor and Jackson Brown Ooh. in Hershey. Oh, Ooh. nice! So I'm wondering if they're coming to the area they've, here. They've done that tour before, haven't they? They, they have. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That'd be wow, that'd be a great. Yeah. show. That would be amazing. Happy 73rd to James Taylor. Uh, also, and probably on the same tour with him and Jackson Brown's Ron Jeremy's Ron Jeremy today. is awesome. Yeah, he's... <laughs> no, Ron Jeremy, you know... Uh, he's got you, some issues now. He's got mm-hmm. some bad yeah. issues. Yeah, apparently yeah. He, had, uh, he had crossed the line with uh, several women who have come out, and he's facing some uh, legal problems because of that. Uh, I mean, he's a porn star. I guess it's a bit of a gray area sometimes, but I, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens with that. He's, the thing... When we've had him in the studio, Preston, he was always dressed to the nines. No, no, okay. no he was always a slob. A slob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's 68 today. Uh, you also have uh, Courtney B. Vance, yeah. actor. I had to look him up, and then once I saw his, I saw his credit was uh, The Hunt for Red October, one of them. Uh, he plays Jonesy, the sonar oh, guy. Oh, okay. And what I didn't know, that's Angela Bassett's husband. Yeah. I had no idea they he, were married. He's also on The Law and Order. Uh, is he on This Is, is he on Us? This is Us? No. I don't know. Kathy watches it. I don't watch him. Uh, wait, sorry. What show? His name is Courtney B. Vance. This is us. No, I'm thinking of a different. I guy. don't. No. Okay. He's on Genius. All right. He's uh, on This Is Us. No. He's no. Not. no. Steve was wondering if he. Was I don't watch This Is Us, so no, I had no, heard. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I loved him as Jonesy in uh, Hunt for Red October. That's one of those movies that'll just, if it's on, I'm there. For sure. Uh, he's 61. The last birthday, Marlon Jackson. Ah. Of the Jackson Five. Celebrates his uh, 64th birthday today. Michael K. 
can, can we talk to you, man? <laughs> uh, so there you go, your birthdays. Let's see if we can get an answer on the phones. To the question today at the end of the film Titanic, Jack and Rose meet by the clock on the stairs inside of the Titanic ship in a dream sequence. What time does that clock read? 215-263-WMMR, the number, and we are going to go to Ian, see if we can get an answer. Ian, good morning. Hey, good phone radio morning. Thank you, phone radio (laughs) listener. All right, so Ian, what time is it on the clock? 2.20. You got it. Hang on a second. Not 4.20. Nope, the Titanic sank at 2.20 a.m., and so therefore they put it in the movie. Uh, Ian, hang on, because we're going to give you a digital download of the comedic action thriller Pixie, starring Olivia Cook, Colmini, and Alec Baldwin. Pixie Hardy is on a path uh, to avenge her mother's death and attempts a heist that will allow her to leave her small-town life behind. You can own it now on digital and on-demand. Rated R, and that is from Paramount Pictures. All right, let's dive into things. We'll begin with this. Emily Radichowski. Is that how you say your name? Emily? Rad- uh, Emily Radikowski. Radikowski, thank you. I hate that name. Has welcomed her first baby. Uh, uh, let's see how you like this name. Sylvester Apollo Bear. Are you kidding? Is she a Rocky fan? I don't know. I'm wondering if she uh, if, if it was motivated by Rocky or not to give him the name. That's right, it sticks! Uh, Sylvester Apollo yeah. Drago yeah, <laughs> Creed, Clubber, <laughs> Clubber, <laughs> Lang, Radikowski, <laughs> Clubber, Lang, Radikowski, Thunderlips, Thunderlips. Thunder <laughs> this is my daughter, Thunderlips. Uh, this uh, is Mickey. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Bear is the last name, or is because there was a bear boxer? No, right? so Max her, Bear. Her husband is Sebastian Bear McClard. Uh, McClard. Uh, so Bear is in, is in his name, so they, they threw it on the camera. Well, congratulations. Uh, she announced on social media on Thursday the 29-year-old captioned a shot of herself cradling her daughter. Sylvester Apollo Bear has joined us Earthside. Thunderlips is thrilled to have a brother. <laughs> Sly, Sly arrived 3821 on the most surreal, beautiful, and loved-filled morning of my life. This is my other daughter, Chuck Wepner. <laughs> uh, she is keeping things gender neutral. She told Vogue recently when my husband and I tell friends that I'm pregnant, the first question is, after congratulation, is almost always, do you know what you want? And we like to respond that we won't know the gender uh, until our child is 18, and they'll <laughs> let us know then. Well, maybe. <laughs> Already um, loves her baby, his baby sister, Dipper. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Wasn't that the name on the locker in the first movie? Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. She goes now deep. We're yeah, yeah. Yeah, now, yeah. now we're really now we're really reaching. Paulie's got yeah, to be yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Mickey. Uh, yeah, a butt kiss, <laughs> cuff link. Throw them all in there. What the hell? Absolutely. Uh, Radikowski and McClard married in a 2018 uh, city hall ceremony. Uh, Chloe Kardashian has been upfront about wanting to grow her family with Tristan Thompson. Uh, the pair share True, who will turn three next month. Uh, during the pandemic, it became clear that Chloe and her sister Kim, uh, that True needed a playmate. Uh, but because Tristan is spending most of his time in Boston and with Chloe in L.A., it's not easy Go to the fridge. for them to work yeah. on actually getting pregnant. Uh, an insider told people uh, Chloe is definitely frustrated at times. She really, really wants another baby and finds it hard to be patient. But, it's hard, though, with the separation. Uh, but she is trying to stay positive. She believes and hopes that it will happen this year. She recently told Sarah Hyland on her podcast that the pandemic messed things up. Uh, she said, if you do need assistance in fertility, it's much more challenging during COVID. Uh, they say, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. So this... Bah. I don't know. 
Uh, so this one time, I'm actually really trying to plan. God is saying, "Uh-huh, you can. You can't make your plans like this." I'm <laughs> <laughs> laughing. Uh, so I guess uh, she's, and I think she made the. Oh, I'm so sick of this family. I think she made the point in one of the uh, the teasers for the Keeping Up with the Kardashians that it doesn't matter. She wants a linear sibling for True, and it doesn't matter um, Tristan's fidelity or not. Like, what, in other words, geez. what do you mean by a linear? Genetically. Oh, genetic. yeah. Okay, oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, oh. Same father and mother and father. Basically, okay. yeah. Like, uh, at this point, It doesn't matter whether one. she's with him or not. Yeah, but she yeah. Feel, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what. Okay. I, uh, there, uh, you know what? Hmm. We, we could have a conversation about this. Yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you've heard similar? So, so it's not similar to this, but just um, along the same lines. But I have a friend who um, just decided she she's 40 and she's like, I didn't have any kids. I never got married. I want a kid. She found a guy um, and she basically said that to him. I want to have a baby. We don't have to be together. You don't have to be the dad if you don't want to. Uh, and they had a baby together and he has met the child but is not I had a f- three testicles <laughs> he's well, not a man involved he's not um huh. no no he met him for the first time on his first birthday uh, kathy no financial obligation um no i don't okay. think so right. i don't think so yeah okay. but she and she was like thank you they have a great relationship she sends pictures he came for the baby's birthday Did she she chose him for yeah. uh you know his attributes and yep. so on okay she was like madeline Kahn in history of the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean listen, i love she, double hug she had a relationship with them they, they oh, were right. a couple for for a little while okay. um location had had separated them he doesn't live in the country okay. so she literally traveled to where he lived uh, which was in China at the time, and she got pregnant. Like, and she wow. she goes, "I'm 40. This might be. I might have to go back and forth like a bunch of times." And he, uh, this was right before the pandemic. She got pregnant. And she's like, "That's it. I'm pregnant." They nailed it on the first time out. First time out. Wow. She came back um, right right before the pandemic hit, and yeah, she. How many nights uh, had she paid for ahead of time at the hotel? Because wow. it's like, <laughs> mm. I mean, like the first time out of the gate. That's great! Yeah, wow, at forty, at yeah. 40? yeah, good for them. Yeah, I mean, good for her. I mean, if it's you know, but yeah, I can't, I can't imagine that that's not that that's the the only no, you know situation. There are different. There are a lot of uh, people like that, or like Chloe yeah. Kardashian. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, maybe we can explore that at some point. I have a couple of other stories to get to. This is funny. Uh, at forty eight years old, Jennifer Garner still wants to make her dad proud. She revealed on the Ellen Jenner show that she got her ears pierced. Only asking her dad if it was okay. <laughs> no. Really? Uh, she said, uh, at, asking him if she had her ears, she said, I do. I can't show them off because it's all I see. I'm so thrilled by them. Uh, I can't believe it never occurred to me to do this. I love them, but yes, at the age of 48, I finally got my ears pierced. Uh, Garner also says that she was afraid that her father wouldn't approve of the look as he was strict about piercings growing up. So on uh, Alias, she, she always played the uh, the secret agent femme fatale wearing all these big earrings and stuff. Those were all like clip-ons? Yes, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she said, I was afraid that my dad would not like it. And he was kind of like, Jennifer, I love anything you do. do. So I was like, okay. Uh, so she probably could have done it decades ago, yeah. yeah. Uh, but she was uh, afraid or concerned about what her father might think. That's pretty funny. I know we've talked about things like with tattoos. And oh, so yeah. On and oh, yeah. I hid mine for years from my you dad. You did? You, oh, okay. Yeah, and then I showed it to him eventually. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and you are? Silly. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra are set to announce the Oscar nominations in 23 categories. For this year's ceremony on Monday, 
Uh, the nominations announcement will air live starting at 5.19 a.m. Pacific time. Here it'll be 8.19. Uh, all 23 categories will be announced on the Oscars official YouTube page. So all those celebs get up, they get up pre-dawn yep. uh, to watch that on Monday. It'll be uh, even earlier because it'll be right after Daylight Savings right. time. Oh, it's so gonna, it's going to kill gonna them. Wipe them out. But yeah. they get jazzed. And they, you also get indicators whether or not you're going to be nominated. You right. have a good idea. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, let's see. We're, we're going to double back to the family here. Chris Jenner oh. is not ready to say goodbye to Keeping Up with the Kardashians after 20 seasons. In a preview, Corey Gamble reveals uh, that the queen has really been down about her show ending. Uh, the queen has a show? Uh, no, this is, I'm talking about Kim, uh, Chris Jenner, the queen oh. of the family. Uh, just because it's hard, it's hard to think about the end, Chris cries while wiping away tears. Speaking of the crew members... Around her, she says, and everybody in this room is family. These are my family. And they are day one, season one. Um, Every single thing that we've ever done, we've done together. Whether it's a vacation, a birth, marriage, a divorce. Everything has been so public. It's part of our life. Like, this is our life. (laughs) I can't even talk about I'm going to throw up. Um, I'm literally going to puke. You know what makes me hate it is more, Nick? You know that a good... Por- this is the crew they're comfortable with. This is the crew that's going to be working on the Hulu show. Of course. Of course it is. It's just, it's just for the show. So freaking orchestrated and yep. annoying. These are, uh, she's gonna, they're going to bring the same people they're comfortable working with now over to Hulu. Not unless they're going to fire them because they're going to be cheaper crew at the Hulu. I can't believe this show is ending. But then <laughs> this other one's going to start. <laughs> uh, the show's finally... We're going to throw up! <laughs> The show's final season premieres no! next week. No! Now, that would be great video throwing for up? the show. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, my God. Throwing up. That I tune into. <laughs> throwing up so hard that she expels everything. And like, it's just mucus coming out after a while. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> that string coming out. <laughs> That's a good puke. With her, with her completely resplendent <laughs> clothes and her man. <laughs> <laughs> She's pulling it out manually. <laughs> Like that card trick. <laughs> Dear God, what? what's happening? I don't know. But I told you, I told Jeez. you when they made that announcement, they're not going away. They ain't going nowhere. You nope. called it right out of the gate. Yep, yep. So she's so upset she could throw up. <laughs> uh, but it's coming to an end, uh, the final season. Uh, actress Claire Foy and Paul Bettany are set to lead a what's called a very British scandal, a follow-up to a very English scandal. Uh, the three-episode series will follow the split of the Duke and Duchess of Argyle, uh, a case that uh, featured violence, drugs, and sex. So I don't know anything. Isn't that the driver in Die Hard? About that story. Uh, that was the yeah, driver in Die Hard, I think. Argyle, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a great poll. That was his name. Well done. Well done. Um, I, I, I uh, enjoyed them both, but I have to say I am on a massive Paul Bettany high. He has been so good huh. as Vision. And um, I can't wait for more. So my daughter and I have been going through the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And uh, we just finished up uh, Age of Ultron. And that's what? where Vision comes in. What'd she think? Oh, she, she loved it. Did it blow away? Yeah. Yeah. We're watching Ant-Man now. We're watching all of them. And I'm so happy. Oh, I'm, awesome. I'm just loving every second I mean, of that it. new Vision outfit is so cool. I hope that. Yes. Like, yeah. It's, re- it's really, yeah. really, really cool. Uh, let's see what else here. Tony Collette, the actress, is going behind the camera. Uh, Collette will direct Writers and Lovers, an adaptation of Lily King's <laughs> best-selling book. 
Uh, the story follows an aspiring writer whose life is rocked by her mother's death and a romance with two men. I don't I know. I will have to miss that. I don't know anything outside of that. Um, DC will be celebrating Pride. They're releasing an anthology comic for Pride Month, which will be featuring uh, LGBTQ uh, characters, including uh, Batwoman, Poison Ivy, and Harley Quinn, uh, Renee Montoya, Pied Piper, uh, Midnighter. Some of these characters I don't I know. No, I'm not familiar with a lot of these. Uh, Flash of Earth 11. Is that a multiverse thing? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and Green Lantern and Obsidian. Uh, the book will drop on June 8th. You know what I liked in that in the second Spider-Man movie is how they kind of made fun of the multiverse. Yeah. Like the whole Jake Gyllenhaal um, evil uh, bad guy character was from this earth that, you know, from another dimension, but it was all a ruse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I thought that was really well done. Yep. But I that, mean, they are going back to the multiverse, though, with, the, with the new one. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. MTV Movie and TV Awards are moving to a two-night event this year. Why? Uh, the standard ceremony will air May 16th from L.A., followed by the inaugural Movie and TV Awards Unscripted, a first-of-its-kind celebration of all things reality television. I laugh when they call reality television unscripted. Yeah. You know, like I was watching <clears throat> Hell's Kitchen last night, and obviously that's more a competition, a reality show. But they'll have a reaction. There'll, there'll be something that they win, and then they'll cut to a shot of them sitting in a in a chair in another room, going, "We won!" Like, right. like it just like it, that happened. Your, your response is three days after the fact. Yeah, it's, it's it's such it's such crap. I heard a term uh, used. It's it's called Franken editing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where they take you know reactions of on someone just giving a facial reaction to something. <laughs> That isn't to uh, what is actually right. happening. It's to something yeah. else that happened, yet they're making it appear as if they're reacting to somebody saying something right there. And that's why you get some of those things that are like, come right, on, right. man. I mean, I can see through that because we here have edited video and audio. Yeah, and we yeah. know what that's like. And right. it's, it's blatantly obvious to me when I see those. But to a lot of people, a whole lot of people... They think it's a genuine yeah. reaction. Or you don't ever ask the question, how, how come they're in a completely different room, wearing completely different clothing, and there's yeah. no one else around them now? You yeah. call it drinking editing? Butterwiser, mm. uh. <laughs> you created a monster. Uh, drinking <laughs> Drinking <laughs> editing. <laughs> I just wanted to play that song. I know you yeah. did. Uh, so, <laughs> you don't know what they do. <laughs> they take reaction shots that were shot at another time, and they insert them in to create a different narrative. <laughs> That's why I'm coming for you. But why created a monster, and they call him the Stein. Editing Stein. In the tavern down the street. Okay. Where the software's at their feet. And they make the crucial edits all the time. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Okay. According to a statement from MTV, the over-the-top funny and completely fresh special on May 17th will celebrate the jaw-dropping, no-rules, drama-filled moments from our favorite reality shows. So they're going to do essentially a reality It's, it's going to be like talk soup, basically. All on its own. Yeah. Uh, but it's an award show. So yeah, that's so they're going to encourage it. Uh, the live event is back this year after being reimagined as a 90-minute highlight special in 2020 because of COVID-19. Um, let's see. You'll soon be able to get your last peek into the mysterious and sex-filled mind of Christian Grey. Freed. Fifty Shades Freed as told by Christian. The third Enough. and final book 
in E.L. James's uh, BDSM-themed trilogy. What, is he just sitting in a recliner in this one? Has a release date of June 1st. No, it's the same story, but yeah. it's from his perspective. Oh, so, is it? Yeah, like a Rashomon kind of thing? This is what they've done. The, the announcement about her sixth novel in the franchise was made on Sunday. So the original trilogy is told from the perspective of Anastasia or Anna Steele, uh, and chronicles her life with her dominant lover, Christian Grey. The spin-off novels contain the same plot lines, but told from Christian's point of view. Oh the God. first, which was Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey, as told by Christian, was published in 2015. <clears throat> so these have been around for a while. And the second, Darker, Fifty Shades Darker, as told by Christian in 2017. The upcoming third spinoff novel focuses on Christian and Anna's marriage. I'm waiting for Fifty Shades. Stop it. Yeah. Because yeah. we've. We, I, I, do you know anybody? Kathy, did you read them? I didn't. I saw no. I saw the one movie, but yeah. I did not get into the books. Do um okay. So we don't know if the tables ever got turned where she started beating the piss out yeah, of him. Hey, you know what? Just uh, I want to do something yeah. to you real quick. Let, let, the candle's going up your ass now. Yeah. I don't think that's <laughs> where it was like going. No. All right. One last thing. H.R. Uh, Geiger's early <laughs> xenomorph prototype from Alien. John McClane's Zippo lighter from Die Hard. And the Walter P5 handled by Sean Connery's James Bond are among the highlights in an upcoming auction of classic film props. How much is the uh, Walter? I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. So unique items from Edward Scissorhands, Scarface, Men in Black, Tim Burton's Batman movies, and Independence Day will also feature as part of Julian's auctions, Hollywood Legends, and Luminaries auctions set for April 28th and 29th in Beverly Hills. Uh, Geiger's rare, full-size, and near-translucent prototype xenomorph costume from 1979's Alien, long believed to be lost or destroyed, highlights the auction with the costume expected to reach a conservative high bid of $60,000. Actually, as these things go, that's not that bad. Uh, The costume was used during the film's pre-production and camera test before uh, Ridley Scott opted for the jet black version of it. Other items include the tank top and necklace badge that uh, Bruce Willis wore during Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's expected to go to 30, for 30000 as well as McLean's Zippo from the original Die Hard, uh, along with a letter from the film's prop master noting that it was the only lighter the character used during production. That's expected to fetch about twenty grand. Huh. So these are, these are you know, conservative estimates. Right, right, they, right. Can, they can really take can... off. Okay, so the, the P5, yeah. uh, the Walter P5. Um, that was from, this one was used from Never Say Never Again, which was his, uh, you know, uh, Connery's last run as Bond. That uh, item has a $100,000 estimate, which is a low estimate considering Connery's, uh, uh, Walter PP from Dr. No sold for $256,000. Of course, that would be, I mean, you, you're, that's just an iconic scene and he's actually issued that weapon because a Beretta almost ended up getting him killed. And uh, there's a, there's a great scene surrounding that. That's very cool. Edward Scissorhands, Scissorhands are, are up for fifty thousand. Those were the first ones because they, they the test hands were sporks. Oh well, that didn't yeah. go well. A uh, pair of Air Jordan Two sneakers worn by Bill Murray in Space Jam is expected to go for seven thousand. Uh, this is pretty cool. A scout trooper costume from Return of the Jedi. That's pretty wild. Uh, Thirty grand for that. Uh, these are estimates. A three piece pinstripe suit. Worn by Al Pacino's Tony Montana in Scarface, expected to go for about $80,000. And the one that I like most on this list, Brad Pitt's Nazi scalping knife from Inglorious wow. Bastards. <laughs> and the estimate on that is $7,000. The big Bowie knife. I love it. So do you know that in the movie Aliens, you know, you see these, 
hundreds of alien creatures just constantly storming and coming at them. There were maybe three costumes tops, three or four costumes. Really? And it was just shot creatively to make you think there were just tons of them. Uh, It blew my mind when I heard that. Movies are awesome. All right, so we are, it's uh, Friday. Oh! Movies are coming out this weekend, so let's hit them. All right, so first movie we'll mention is Yes Day. It's comedy with Jennifer Garner, Edgar Ramirez, and Fortune uh, Themester. Uh, the plot is always feeling like they have to say no to their kids. Alice and Carlos decide to give their three kids a Yes Day during which the kids have 24 hours to make the rules. Uh, it is an hour and 27 minutes long, straight to PG. It is streaming now. Rotten Tomatoes only gives it a 32% score. And then... The other film is Long Weekend. It is a romance comedy starring Finn Wittrock, Damon Wayans Jr., and Jim Rash. Uh, The plot is an enchanted weekend courtship leads to unexpected revelations between a young man and a woman who harbor deep secrets. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's rated R, uh, limited theater release, and it's got a 75% score at Rotten Tomatoes so far. All right, we're ready for the clips to play. In Cherry, an army medic suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder becomes a serial bank robber after an addiction to drugs puts him in debt. In this clip, Sierra Bravo talks about working with Tom Holland. The journey of Emily and Cherry is extremely taxing. Like, that's not a weight that I would want to carry alone, and I really could not have asked for a better partner than Tom in all of this. I think what was so helpful was getting the chance to know each other before we really started filming. Shut up, dummy. Uh, Cherry is streaming now. That is on Apple TV+. Plus. Has anyone noticed that uh, Tom Holland has been on a uh, like a movie run? I mean, how many movies yeah, have yeah. come out? It's been like three or four. Yeah, yeah, I watched the one that was kind of set in the, the South. The South. That's good. Yeah, it is. Where, yeah. It's just a, he plays like the older brother. And, and Rob Pattinson is the, uh, the preacher. Yeah. It's good. And Rob yeah. Pattinson is damn good in that as well. But, uh, yeah, he says one right after another. All right, here's the next clip. New York gallery owner Brooke and her husband, Owen, each face exceptional temptations with most unexpected results in trust. And here, star Victoria Justice discusses her shift from child acting into this more serious role. I felt like I was really ready to do it. It felt like the timing was right. It felt like the project and the script was right. And... You know, I feel like my audience has obviously, like, grown up with me, so I feel like it makes sense. I feel like it is a very relatable relationship rom-drom, and those are some of my favorite kind of movies. I want to see you naked. Trust is in select theaters and on demand today, by the way. And that's it. Report for Friday, March 11th. Let us take a break and return shortly. We have things to give away. We have people to talk to. It is another mild day at the... uh, uh, at the time of year when it's not that mild. So enjoy this. We do have clouds but warm temperatures. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Stay with us. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR.
I noticed something about oh, this weekend. Yes, oh my I did. God! Ladies and gentlemen, we had no idea, but we're excited to learn the noticers in the his A. Yeah, Everybody put your hands in the A. <laughs> like you just don't care. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, notice actually it's Daylight Savings uh, Weekend. So, so this is the one that actually I think takes the biggest ding on people, right? Because uh, you're can. losing an hour. You, But but it's got its payoffs to it. I mean, yeah, it takes like a week for you to get used yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. But you get that late sunshine and, and some of the things that come along with it are really I, I cool. do take that. And that's yeah. an immediate shift uh, shift in that very positive direction. Uh, the, I think, you know, the, the, the move to eliminate it entirely is gaining a lot of traction. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. And it's a conversation we have twice a year, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyhow, uh, yeah, so Sunday, 2 a.m., that's when you change. And then uh, November 7th is when we'll switch back. Uh, and um, the fall and spring clock changes continue the long tradition. It was started by Benjamin Franklin. Yay! Uh, to conserve energy. Uh, historically, daylight savings. I mean, I have a little historical information about this, by the way. We might as well learn. Uh, daylight no, savings. Daily savings time has begun in the summer months and ended right before winter historically, though the dates have changed over time as U.S. government has passed new statutes. Uh, it was starting in 2007. The daylight savings time uh, begins in the U.S. on the second Sunday in March when people move their clocks forward uh, an hour to a.m. Daylight savings time then ends on the first Sunday in November when clocks are moved back an hour at 2 a.m. local daylight time. Think about uh, the event in days of yore when you would manually have to go to, like, um, clock towers mm-hmm. and to other things and just your ta- your own timepieces. Yes, everything, what, yes. Yeah, see what time it was. A little less daunting now that everything sort of takes care of itself. Yeah, I can't believe that there's actual traction here to um, stop this sort of thing because it just, to me, it sort of feels like one of those things where... The wheels are so far in motion already that, like, and people are, even though it sucks twice a year, mostly once a year, um, people are just sort of used to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just weird I've that. I've had it my entire life, so, yeah. you know. That's exactly. Whatever. I'm not I'm not going to cry either way. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin takes the honor or the blame, like I said, for coming up with the idea to reset the clocks in the summer months as a way to conserve energy, according to David Prerot, who was the author of Seize the Daylight, the curious and contentious story of daylight savings time. By moving clocks forward, people could take advantage of the extra evening daylight rather than wasting energy on lighting, it says. I, I do love... Yeah, I do love the feel of the longer day. I yeah. do, lo- I do love that so much. Yeah, uh, like yesterday, you really felt like, oh man, yeah. we're getting there. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. All right. If we can do this, scientifically speaking, <laughs> and and I, I'm, should we have some sort of professorial music? Because no, I think we're okay. going to get a lecture. Yeah. We we have talked about this before, but I mean, why are we worrying about an hour or an hour here or now? We know scientifically that there are there are asteroids out there that there are yeah. 365 days in the year. Okay, uh-huh. we also know that a two day weekend and a five day work week kind of blows. Why can't we just adjust our week and monthly assignments? And do you know what I mean? I so, think that's a like, much bigger ask than adjusting it is, an hour. But I, I, I tend to think that you would probably get more I, traction. I, I, I don't know what you're asking. We don't need 12 months. All we need is 365 days. We don't need 12 months. We don't need 52 weeks. We can reassign everything. So you're saying rather than just move back and forth an hour, redefine our understanding of yes. the progression of the year as we know it. All we need is eliminate 365 months, days. Eliminate weeks. Eliminate everything. And so instead of just shifting by an hour twice every right. year... 
change every perception of structured time as we know it. Yes. I think that makes sense. I think so. I'm Why? just saying. Why? Do you hate Why? it that much? Why? I- I'm just saying we don't. This is. We can make it better. I just want a longer we weekend. We can make it better. I just How want a longer better? weekend. What? How's what better? Yeah, I don't Changing understand. Changing everything we know about time. Yeah, what, how do we benefit from that? I don't understand. We What's... get longer weekends. <laughs> you short-sighted what? people. Yeah. I can't believe you guys but, aren't buying well, into this immediately. Wanna, you hey, want an hour. But if there weren't if there aren't weeks, how are there weekends? Yeah. There's not. Yeah. Well, we're, we're uh, which, by the way, we're made for Michelob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> weekends we're <laughs> made for, for Michelob. Michelob. <laughs> I, I think Nick nailed it at the beginning when he said that's that's going to be a bigger undertaking than the simple. I don't even understand your concept, I would, so I apologize. He's saying it's not that big of a mind blower. It's we we already Kathy, know. For once, you're with me on this, right? <laughs> I, for once, I think we're on the same page on yeah. a few things, and Keep definitely being this me, one. That's all right. Keep I, I'm not being, being mean. I just don't. I'm no, no, I don't, I don't understand, understand what the hell you're talking about. I think before we all die, uh, this hour shift will be gone. I, I think that the progression actually, um, despite your protestations, Casey, is, is moving forward. And um, really, at this point, it's, it's kind of silly. The, the silliness for me is that some states observe it and some t- states don't. Like so, Arizona doesn't. Yeah, Arizona doesn't. Hawaii doesn't. Like, parts of Indiana don't. So, like, either so, get yeah, all... So, why can't we all do that? That's a great question, Kathy. And, that would and, be and much some, easier than changing everything. A year or two ago, Florida voted to eliminate it, but they haven't eliminated it yet. So, it's this weird state-by-state state progression uh, it's kind of like marijuana laws. Like uh, some states are, it's legal, and some states. If it's there was not. more mar- marijuana, people wouldn't care about the time. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, at some point, <laughs> I think it's Thursday. At some point, it's going to disappear. I yeah. think we should get used to that idea. Can you explain it to me again? <laughs> what, what, what your idea is? I, oh I have God, no I idea what you're talking this. about. Did you, just because I, I don't get it. Just let let him give. Because maybe to me. maybe there's something there. Well, I, all I'm saying is that we. <laughs> Let listen, and I've said this before. I do understand before. when you laugh, you undermine your own. Well, thing I, la- I laugh because I I see it in your eyes, right? <laughs> I, like I'm not going to get a fair shake here. <laughs> no, right? no, no, he is. no, 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 no. If I understand yeah. what you're talking about. I might agree. The way you've described it makes no sense to me. Start okay. again. Well, I'm just please. saying, let's redistrict everything, right? Let's just let's just wipe away with 12 months and and seven weeks and all that, and let's just start with the 365 days in a year okay. plan. All and right. We could add Hunger Games to it. We too. could add Hunger Games to <laughs> and it and get kids, rid of that okay, woman over there. Hold on. What is it? What does that do? <laughs> all right. So what? Let's. What we can do, I think, is just kind of like take a step back and look at how we can. And, and I'm just saying to, like, make it – because so many people are stressed out there. Like, let's give ourselves a little bit, um, you know, more relaxation time. You know, do we really need a not yeah. – I, I understand yeah. where you're going. Yeah, yeah thank if, you. If, if Please help me out. If I may. Please. There are 365 days in Dear year. God. Casey is saying we don't need 12 months. We don't need 52 weeks. We can, re, we can divide those 365 days differently in order to make a shorter work week at longer weekends and eliminate essentially months because months are antiquated as well. Is that in essence? Essentially what I'm saying. Okay, so there does not need to be a five-day work week. There does not need to be a two-day weekend. There does need to be 365 days in a year because it takes 365 days for the Earth to get around the sun. Right. So we have that amount of time. We can redivide it differently. Okay, so redivide it. Yeah. Okay, not get rid of everything and just have 365 days. You will have to have subdivisions of some type. Well, yeah, what's going to make your arbitrary your arbitrary work week work week much yeah. better? I'm sorry. What's going to make your arbitrary selection of the time well, frame no, better? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I would. What listeners. I would recommend, what yeah. I would posit to you, Steve, yes. is that uh, you either 
Um, you work. God, how many days? Why don't you just work? Why don't you just have a three-day weekend? You, you, why, why don't you you sit down with your uh, fly down to Naples, sit down with Caroline Beasley, and talk to her about working Monday through Thursday? Right. I would I would possibly recommend you know you can keep a five-day work week, okay. but have a three-day weekend, right? So okay, I mean now that so we're... so add a bonus day. Mm-hmm. So after Sunday comes uh, Loon Day. Didn't we come up loon with that day. one day or something Yeah, like yeah, that? Loon Day, yeah. And, and Farge, no, which fun. is an additional month. I like Fun Day, because that, that'll be your fun extra vacation day. Or, yeah. You know, um, weekend day. And Manic Monday we can add, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, you're going by Sunday and uh, Fun Day and Monday, and those those wouldn't exist either. So I'm thinking that... that yes, is, they it, would. Oh, Jesus. Something would have to exist to, to well, you're designate calling it, a week. Okay, so you're calling it... Sunday, Monday, because that's what you know. That's what you have in your mind. How many days in a week? Uh, I would say eight days in a week. Just like the Beatles. It's beautiful. They knew it, man. <laughs> yeah. If you tell me we would travel around in a yellow submarine, I'm going to give you a big kiss. <laughs> eight days in a week. I think uh, that works for me. Five days on, three days off. Five days on, three days off. Okay. So you'd have to give those those days names. Yeah. To, to designate them, and what's wrong with Monday through Sunday, and then just adding another day. Okay, what yeah. are we going to call the next I day? I told you, Loon, Loon Day. Day. Loon Day? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Christ. Okay. It seems so easy. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, anyhow, I'm not even going to talk about this anymore. <laughs> Good. Thank you. I was going to give you the whole history of daylight saving time and all that Boring. stuff. But, but we... Uh, we got a much more interesting conversation out of that, right? We learned that the birth of Loon Day is just around the corner. Wow. Uh, okay. How about this? I noticed uh, that uh, there was a piece of audio that we didn't get to play yesterday. Oh. Uh, and <laughs> it's actually from space. It's from space. NASA's first. We're gonna play it on Loon Day. <laughs> uh, NASA's Perseverance rover, of course, landed on Mars, and uh, they released audio files of the wind blowing on the red planet. I've been waiting for this. Uh, two of the files released by NASA were of the Martian winds. A third audio fi- uh, filed was uh, also an acoustic recording of laser shots that were zapping a rock to test what it is made of. Right. We just have the wind. Okay. And they call the wind on Mars Mariah. Mar- Mariah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you want to play the audio of this? Yeah. All right, let's go with this. Here we go. Hang on. More coming. Wow. I mean, that's awesome. Oh, now, who was that? <laughs> so that's Martian wind, by the way. So what you're also hearing it is, is a little bit of that has to do with the fact that the uh, microphone on the probe sits between two protective um, shields, which is causing the wind to sort of accelerate through there and cause it to be a little bit more pronounced. I was having a conversation with my friend Jack a few weeks ago about this, about uh, all of it, and he was really jaded about it. And, yeah. I, and I was just like, man, they, like the cameras and the microphones and the helicopter, like, th- aren't you blown away by the fact that we're getting live, or not live, but actual recorded audio of wind from Mars? Like, doesn't that blow you away? And he was just like, nah. Come on. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get why people aren't blown away by I this. I mean, it doesn't blow me away at all, but I, I mean, I think it's interesting. I think that's cool, but I wouldn't, I mean, we're talking about it now and I won't talk about it again. <laughs> really? That's it? You yeah. won't bring it up at the next cocktail party? <laughs> no. 
It's another planet. Hey, gang, come ladies. in. <laughs> Guy, ladies, come in here. Listen to this. It's a whole other planet. Martian wind. You know, I, like here, we're exploring the solar system. No, I system. think it's cool. I think it's cool. But here, Here's what blows me away about it all is not, not just the things that, that we're seeing and receiving, but the fact that, that a, a group of people sat down and did all of the science, all the math and the construction and the engineering to create something from scratch to go all the way up there that can communicate back and do this stuff. I that's that's human achievement. I I'm just blown away by that. It's it's incredible. <laughs> Come it's, on, all of the things that have to go seamlessly to make that happen over an incredibly long journey over a very long period of time, and and it and it, ha- and it worked. I, I'm I'm blown away by. And that. by the way, there di- like for example, what you would have to do to fly a kite. It on Mars is much different because of the the gravity and and the way the atmosphere well, the is. atmosphere is very thin yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. guess my, my question is like if that doesn't blow you away what what will like I mean like I don't know I, I just I'm, I'm fascinated by it and I'm all in uh the the, the fact that Chloe Kardashian wants to have another child with I Tristan suppose. Thompson probably blows that's what he yeah. was talking about right. five day work weeks yeah he was fascinated about the embryos uh so uh the perseverance is tasked with examining rocks that are up to three six point billion years old in hopes of finding evidence of life. So they're going to be sending back more cool stuff That's like awesome. that uh, for the next... Uh, well, how long is the, the mission on that thing? Is that expected to last? Is it, is it a couple years, right? I don't know. Is it no. 10 years? Not really. Well, because sure. they're no, going to send, send samples back. They have to send that other crap yeah. there to, to get the samples and then come back, and that's a few years Check away. Check the duration on yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, notice something else as well. Uh, this has to do with Netflix, by the way. Um, you guys share your passwords at all for your Netflix account? Uh, it's just my wife and I, so she just uses mine. Yeah, I'm the same way, just our family. But it's fairly common to share your password with your friends, and it might get harder to keep doing that. Uh, Netflix is testing a new feature that could mean a crackdown is coming on the practice that it has until now uh, largely let go on. Uh, Gamma Wire noticed the feature in which some Netflix users trying to use somebody else's password are being stopped with a screen that says, if you don't live with the owner of this account, you need your own account to keep watching. Uh-huh. Uh, I haven't in, seen that one. In order to continue watching, the viewer is given the option of either verifying their identity with a texted or emailed code uh, to the account's owner or choosing to verify later, which gives them the unspecified an unspecified amount of time to continue watching uh, and later confirm that they are valid account users. This is sort of a creature of their own creation because yeah. you remember a while ago they were the ones they had a whole campaign that said share it. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so suppose one of your children or not somebody who is not one of your children asks you for your Netflix password. Would you give it to them? No. No. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if like, we had no months I would. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um or if we're if we're going to keep going back there, I've got more. <laughs> <You're> uh, more. <laughs> I've had some time to think about this, okay. Steve. Thank oh, you. Jesus. And refined it. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll, we'll I refined back. I refined it in one I, I, 365 day month. Yes. Yeah. We'll Beer credits. <laughs> Okay. So no, but like same thing. It's like, dude, go get your own. Right, right. <laughs> I here and, and and a caution. Have you guys ever stayed in a hotel since Netflix has been abundant? Yes, yeah. And used your own password yeah. to no. sign yes. into an account and watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. If, oh, I didn't if, even realize that. Yeah, if you're at a hotel and they have Netflix, you yeah. can sign up. You can put your own account in and you can watch from your favorites list. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, we did that uh, and. 
accidentally did not sign, sign out, out of our account, oh, no. and it got compromised. Oh, really? It, yes, it did. It absolutely <sighs> was from that, and we had to jump through a bunch of hoops to to get it straightened out. Oh, that's annoying. So make sure, just a cautionary tale, if you are in another, even, even a home of somebody you know, and you sign up with your accounts, log out afterwards. At, at Sage yeah. Advice, what they're trying to do is they're doing things through like the second verification where they'll text a number to your phone and right. so on and so forth to make sure it's you. There's supposed to be a thing in place where if the, the account has been inactive for a while... Uh, then they check it to you again. And this was kind of my fault because I was like, eh, whatever, I don't need to sign. I'm like, it, what, what's somebody going to do? You yeah. know, blah, blah. How can they even figure it out? And somebody did. I, yeah. And it was, and we, we, we traced it back to that. So mm. just a heads up, and we'll see what ends up happening uh, with this. Oh, this next this? story. Yeah, this one. This is the money shot from the noticer. Marissa noticed this. Marissa noticed this and, and banged it off of Preston. She did. So, uh, and she noticed it from an Instagram account called Wooder Ice. Yeah, I love that account. And apparently, the Cherry Hill Mall, April 16th through the 26th, will have a McDowell's pop-up restaurant wow. from Coming to America. That's awesome. Isn't that great? Why didn't they do this up to the release of it? I agree. Maybe they did it in other locations, Steve. I'm not sure, but they're going for the Golden Ark instead of the Golden Arches. Did you see the breakdown? I sent you an article that broke down all of the why McDowell's is better than McDonald's. The difference is so, yeah. the menu items. Yeah. Right. Uh, who's behind this? I mean, who is going to profit from this? That is Maybe a, Amazon Prime. That is a good question, Case. In this particular store I have, it doesn't say. And do they owe anything to McDonald's as a result? It's <laughs> a good question, I would, too. I, I wonder if a while ago there was some sort of deal that was struck because and the, the, if, you, if you're unfamiliar with uh, the whole situation in coming to America, right. he, he has basically a McDonald's ripoff, and it's obviously that... But there's just enough of a difference to keep it that way. Now, I wonder if they, if, if McDonald's kind of gave a nod and said, okay, have fun with it. Remember in the movie, there's a, they're out in the parking lot and a guy's taking pictures. Yeah. And he, he chases them off. He's like, those McDonald's people keep coming around. Um, they're not golden arches, Preston. What are they? It's the golden arc. Uh-huh. The golden arcs. So the pop-up will include displays for plenty of photo ops, lots of merch, and, of course, McDowell's grub. Uh, so if you ever wondered what a Big Mick tastes like, now is your chance. Uh, there's also a meatless Big Mick, and I'll run down the the, uh, the menu here in a second. But uh, tickets have to be purchased in advance, and all guests will choose a time. Uh, tickets can be pur- purchased at McDowellsPopUp.com. <laughs> a regular Mick ticket is $23. Each ticket includes a sandwich, fries, and a drink. Each meal includes a McDowell's patch as well. There's a VIP Mick ticket, which is $43, and that includes everything from the adult Mick ticket plus a commemorative McDowell's T-shirt. Uh, they also are selling, Steve, what they call the mildly amusing meal. <laughs> Instead of the happy meal. Uh-huh, for $10, uh, which is a kid's meal in a gleeful box with a toy, only for children 10 and under, uh, kid uh, size burger or nuggets plus small fries and an apple juice or water. Uh, and then they have the sexual chocolate cake shake. $28 for that, by the way. There's probably cake in it. It's probably one of those it big is. elaborate. So it's a chocolate-coated soda shop glass with the rim covered in chocolate nuts. Wow. And it is then filled with an extra thick and creamy chocolate milkshake, which keeps, uh, which is keeping a chocolate-covered cherry safely hidden at the bottom. That's cool. 
and then the cake. So your shake will be topped off with an entire slice of American marshmallow Jesus. chocolate chip cake consisting of three layers of moist chocolate cake, two layers of marshmallow cream and cookie dough. Look at this. And it's iced with uh, delicious frosting chocolate cake crumbs. And I hope you get to keep the cu- the, the glass. How could you not? In, right? I mean, that's really, that's the only reason I would get. That's, you have an entire slice of... Of huge, a slice of cake that's enormous four, on top of a milkshake. Four layered cake. Four layered cake, and then you have uh, the spring, the jimmies, I guess, all around. Yeah, everything. It's, and it's it's drizzled with with chocolate on the inside. That looks badass. So did so you, you see, be able to get one of those? Did you see coming to America? I have not seen. Okay, it. No, so they I hope to watch it this week. They introduced the, the the meatless Mick. Case you saw it? Yes. And the meatless <laughs> Mick is based. So they're oh. They're they're sitting down to try it and and but it's it's not impossible meat it's just like okay grass and right. stuff like that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What is this? It no, says read it from the top. Uh, the company behind it is Galaxy Burger and Beyond, and their website says the pop up dining and sci fi adventure, a comic con and restaurant for the world we live. Yeah, in. I've seen these kind of popping up in um, malls around. Like so, I believe that there is a Galaxy Burger that is coming to. The Springfield Mall, or it might already be there. I'm not really sure. Okay. But uh, I guess, all right, so those and are the ones behind And that's it. a legit burger joint? Galaxy I, Burger? Yeah, I so, haven't tried it yet, but Well, yeah. is, the, is the concept of this that they, they sort of take thematic approaches to the uh, the food that they're doing? Like, they keep, almost like um, the theme changes every couple of weeks? I don't think that's the case. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so here are a couple other items. So I mentioned the Big Mick, which, of course, two all-beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a non-seeded bun. Uh, they have chicken chunks, uh, the meatless Mick, which you mentioned, which actually is an impossible yeah, burger. Yeah, instead of the grass burger uh, featuring coming to America. They also have the Louis Anderson. Yes. Because he's in that. Uh, yeah. Grilled chicken breast sandwich with lettuce, tomato, and pickles. Now I'm on lettuce. <laughs> Washing lettuce. <laughs> Soon I'll be on the fries. He's in the uh, sequel, too. And then... The Magnum Mick, okay? So listen to this. Eight all beef patties, one pound in total. Jeez. Special sauce, lettuce, eight slices of American cheese, pickles, onions on a long, non-seeded roll, and that is uh, 12 bucks for that. So that's obviously something you'd split with someone. I love it. Um, look at the uh, phone screen at Preston. Uh, let me see here. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let me go to uh, Zach. Uh, who knows somebody? Hey, Zach, good morning. Morning, guys. How's hey, everything going? Good. What's up, Zach? I'm actually friends with the guy that owns Galaxy Burger. Ah. Uh, where Where are they based out of? Uh, they set up for their first 10-day run in the Springfield Mall uh, back between, in, in the middle of February, they ran it. Okay. And uh, they're moving to, I think, Montgomery County in April. Okay. Do you know where they're going to be in Montgomery County? Uh, I did yesterday. I can't remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so he's the guy behind this this McDowell's pop up thing. Uh, no, he's behind Galaxy Burger. And so is Galaxy Galaxy Burger? Is are they the ones that are behind this whole McDowell's promotion? They are not. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, well, then we we mm. have. We have conflicting information here. All right, thank you, Zach. Appreciate it yeah. for the heads up. Right, um, so he's saying that Galaxy is just strictly a pop-up? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how that is possible because, you know, they're, they're popping up in, like, major stores in these malls. And Okay, so there's 12 months in a year. <laughs> I, but, I mean, you have an entire 
you have entire kitchens that you have to put in place. That yeah, doesn't, right. you know? No. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused, but I, I'm not confused Listen. about knowing I want to go to this. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. only care about the McDowell's. Yeah, that's yeah. so, all I care about. Uh, so that's cool. All right, and then... Uh, Look for the noticer. Yeah, let's... Yeah. 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 Mock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> noticer. Yeah. yeah. Information. Yeah. 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 All right, so... <laughs> I'm going to go with this. Uh, kids and adults alike will soon be able to dive and dodge from foam Nerf projectiles inside a 4,000-square-foot arena with New Jersey themes at a mall in Middlesex County. Is this that mega? Is it? Is this that one that has that big amusement park inside that, of it? I don't think that's Middlesex. No. Uh, Pups of War, a Nerf Blaster Arena which has two locations in Hawaii, is tentatively slated to open another at the Brunswick Square Mall in East Brunswick. And it's called Pups of War? Yeah, Pups of War by the end of April. And it gives players the fun of paintball game, but without the bruises. Uh, The person behind it said, uh, this gives you all the excitement of dodging a soft, safe projectile flying at you. So it makes it fun, but at the same time, it's not that massive pain factor. Uh, designers are still painting the Brunswick Arena to feature Jersey City firehouses, lighthouses along the Jersey Shore, farm stands, and even a bagel shop and pizzerias. Central Park and George Washington and Brooklyn Bridges will also be a part of the display. Rubberized floors are also being put into place. Uh, Nerf blasters may be rented or people can bring their own. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, and each player will be provided with eye protection. What's the range on a top-level Nerf blaster? So they had one. Now, granted, I haven't played with those things a long time. But you were deep in for a while. Yeah, my kids outgrew them a long time ago. But there was one that was kind of like a sniper rifle type of thing. I'd say, Steve, at the most... 20 yards. Okay. Like uh, that. Well, now I, you can do uh, it further because you got the balls, right, Cass? We, we, ha- we have every Nerf gun uh, ever made yeah. in the house and uh, every whatever Nerf bullet or they have the little balls. They have right. the, They don't call them bullets. What do they call them? Darts. Nerf the darts. The darts. Darts, right. Okay. But what are the balls called? It's a, it's a I don't different... know, but let me Testies. tell you something. The, oh. They hurt. This You talk about paintball hurting. There are now Nerf guns that hurt, especially the ones really? with the balls. Yes. Huh. They fire so forcefully out of out of the Nerf blaster. It's like, there's one, if he picks it up, I'm like, you know, do not shoot me with that. Because it hurts. It's like a sting. Don't shoot your mommy. mommy. Don't shoot mommy. <laughs> Don't shoot mommy. I'm making French toast for you. <laughs> no, I'll be good. Listen, we have, we have Nerf blasters in the outside bin. We've got a bin upstairs in yeah. the playroom. We've got a bin downstairs. Like, they're, they're everywhere. So at any moment, a Nerf fight could, could break out in quick, the house. Quick question. Yeah. Has, uh, anybody here play like laser tag or paintball. Yeah, yeah. We, we, both. Yeah, we did laser tag. Actually, the one um, Preston and I were talking about it not that long ago on it's German fun, Pike. It's fun, isn't it? It's and it, it's, it's so a the lot one, of at least fun. the one that we went to was really nice. Yeah, like, it was cool. Uh, the the balls that that's the rival, right? So you have. So your we're looking up on the screen here, cases is what you have. Uh, well, not that exact gun because they have a whole bunch of different kinds of guns. But my son and uh, the neighbors will they they have these these uh, battles back and forth and the rival is the way they're trending right so uh the last couple of guns we had to get for my son were the the rivals with the balls because they do travel older nerf player is Mm -hmm. gonna want this your older nerf wait how old is your son he's 13 okay this makes me so happy that we can go into (laughs) third into teenage years and still be playing i I love it here's a couple of uh stats for uh, somebody's accident said the nerf balls we have fire at 100 feet per second uh and then somebody says nerf rival shoots at 70 miles per hour what 
Yeah. I'm They're telling great, you, man. some of these uh, are uh, ridiculous. Okay, Preston, we need to get a couple of Nerf rivals yeah. in here and have a... Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, this the the rivals. I want to I want to try absolutely those out. A new yeah. version of crack shot. <laughs> By the way, it looks one of these suckers looks like the uh, the machine gun in Aliens. We had one that was in this. We had a video. We I brought them in. Remember the machine gun ones? You pump uh-huh. them up full of air, and they were fully automatic, and you could shoot oh, like yeah, fifteen. We have, we have it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I I used to have an arsenal. I built. <laughs> a wall where I hung all of them. It was in a hidden room, wasn't it? Yeah, it was under the stairs. I'll have to show it to you, Kathy. Wait, Jace will freak it's out. It's all the Nerf blasters? It, at the time, yeah, oh, we that, had like I should do that. Like 30 of them. Right. Yeah, it was oh, ridiculous. We, I at least have 30 of them. Yeah. And I mean, little ones, small little hand Nerf blasters. I hate calling them I, I, guns. Don't, I, don't, I don't know any kid who yeah. isn't into Nerf. Oh, my, wait, we, even, so, and the uh, girls, boys, it doesn't matter. Wait, so uh, we had a little boy come over once, and yeah. I, you know, he came from a household where they weren't allowed to have that. Oh, right. yeah. He went home and told his whole family. He was like, Jace has guns everywhere. Oh, no. And his mom, like, she's like, yeah, so he came home and said this. And I was like, oh, they're Nerf blasters. Like, I'm, I'm not allowed. We don't to... approve of weapons of war. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And and the kid was, like, in heaven. Mm. You know? I mean, he's outside Do you know making, what making a gun out of sticks. Like I they... for... I forget the movie. It was, it was a, a comedy movie, but the mother was like that. And, and, and eventually she she realizes the kid is going to make a, a, a gun out of uh, cheese. I mean, it doesn't it, matter. No, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, Steve, Jace actually chewed the, the little piece of uh, American cheese that I gave him the other day into a gun. And he was like, watch out. Pew, pew. Uh, <laughs> I remember doing that. Yeah, he's uh, a boy. If you're um, excited about the teenagers, uh, you know, still sticking with this stuff, oh, Dallas Goddard and Avante Maddox of your Philadelphia Eagles, they were roommates. And they have Nerf Wars in That's their great. house. And these are grown men. <laughs> That's great. I'll They're... see if I can find my video of my uh, oh, yeah, array. Please do. Way you showed time. it to me. It yeah. was cool. Yeah. There is a TikToker who has a Nerf fight with his grandmother every day. And he posts the videos <laughs> on. And, like, sometimes the he lives with his grandmother. Yeah. Sometimes the grandmother will initiate it. And she'll <laughs> just come from around the corner and, like, blast him sitting there watching TV <laughs> or, you well. know, whatever he's doing. <laughs> All right, so this place is opening up a little further away in Brunswick, but uh, the plans to limit players are to about 30 or 40 at a time right now because of coronavirus pandemic. That already seems like a lot. That's a lot. I can't imagine what it's going to be when they open up like 200 kids running around going bloody murder, killing, shooting each other with Nerf. Guns. I would love I would love like the uh, like an urban warfare scenario where, you know, something's <laughs> a little bit older where you're going from building to building and right. back to the wall and the whole yeah. thing. I traveled there, though, to experience it, see yeah, if you right. liked it, you know? Cool. All right, um, so that's all that I have to, to notice. But let's loop back around. To the calendar? No, no, no. Jesus, no. <laughs> you had time to think about it? No. Casey's thought about it. He's or do we a better explanation of it? Let's hear it. No, I think Nick actually explained it great. He was uh, he was following me on there. You, might, you guys might not like it, right? Because for... This is what we've known for our entire lives. And all I'm saying is that we can we don't have to have 12 months. We don't have to have a 7-day work week. If it makes you feel better, right. for a brief period uh, Galileo was jailed for his idea. <laughs> was <laughs> he you really? Like to say? He was. Yes. You're an idea guy. I'm an idea this guy. Is, I'm thinking outside the box. And what's going to happen this. is years from now people will say there was one man who had trailblazed beer credits right. and monthless years. <laughs> right. And, and there'll all- be a statue of you in Rittenhouse Square. Right. All we have to do is, is you know, instead of uh, even having months, you just have days, right? So, okay, uh, you know, on, on day 165. Why, why do we call, even call them days? Yeah. How about PUDs? <laughs> All right. On, on PUD 165, you know, we know that PUD 165 is Independence Day. Yeah. Right? Uh, we know why? that. Yeah. We know that uh, PUD 
360 is <laughs> Chuck, Chuck just walked in. He's cracking up. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Pud so, 360 is Christmas. You know, Pud 1 is New Year's Day. Do you know who might fight this, is, though? I'm sorry, I, 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 just have to, I just have to warn you. Uh, the calendar industry. The, uh, the oh, big uh, calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big calendar is going to come big, after you. Big, cal- yeah. big cal, yeah. as they call it, is going to come after you. So you just think that it should be restructured? Well, I, listen, I didn't say it should be. I'm just saying, let's go. just think about it for a second. No, no, no. Okay. I'm, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just... I think about things like that every time I hit my head on the basement ceiling. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're done here. Yeah. Um, we're going we're gonna to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We'll get into the bizarre file. And we're going to have Lorraine Newman on the show as yeah. well later on. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Zoom room with Brian Johnson chatting about ACDC's 17th album. Plus, check out new music from The Offspring, Green Day, and Foo Fighters. Search keyword deal for MMR's big friggin' deal. Two tickets to the Crayola Experience for just $23 while supplies last. All right, let's go to the bizarre file. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre file. Brought to you this morning by Natural Lawn of America. It's safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. You can schedule their full service program and get free seeding every year. Call eight hundred free seed Natural Lawn of America and greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Uh, this is a great story. Police say they've recovered a four hundred pound playground slide that was stolen from a playground in Washington State. But it's interesting where it was. In mid-December, police say someone had stolen a massive slide from the playground at uh, Terra Vita Park. On February 26th, detectives came face-to-face with a 400-pound playground slide inside, inside a child's bedroom in a mobile home. In a mobile home? This thing is huge, and I don't know how they fit it in there. Police say that they made the discovery while investigating recent catalytic converter thefts where thieves cut up your car's exhaust system so they can sell your catalytic converter to scrap metal dealer for the value of the heavy metals inside of it. So was this a standard straight slide? <clears throat> um, well, it, it curves a little bit, oh. but... Uh, but uh, it's it's one that you would see on a playground, a playground. anytime now. Oh, we're looking at it. While investigating the recent thefts, police located a potential suspect and obtained a search warrant for a property. And detectives said that not only did they find the catalytic converters, they found a large slide. <laughs> police say most of the original playground set was left behind back in December, but the slide was taken, the top sawed off, repainted, and mounted on a bunk bed. Uh, Parks and Rec uh, arrived. And they recovered the slide. Police arrested Dustin Allen Bushnell uh, for possession of stolen property for the slide. No charges have been filed for the converters as of yet. Yeah. Guy's got too much time on his hands. Yep. Uh, Here's dedication to a cause. California stuntman Hunter Ray Barker sat in a pool full of bean dip to promote Los Toros Mexican Restaurant. (laughs) He did so because the restaurant suffered losses due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And Barker says that it's been one of his favorites for years. He started his stunt at 3 p.m. on Monday, and his full day sitting in beans coincided with a block party at the eatery, which also featured Barker getting a tattoo of the restaurant's logo (laughs) as he passed the time. Guy's committed. Barker says he performed the ridiculous stunt to get get people a laugh and added, if we can get more attention and turn a few more people into lifelong customers, 
That's what I love about it, too. Do you think they're putting uh, high-quality bean dip in there or just standard? I'm, I'm going to guess it's the lower, lower end, end on the quality that they <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. Maybe you could partner up with this guy when it comes time to, you know, be on your funeral bed. And have oh, the yeah, guacamole with the guacamole in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sailors aboard Sea Wolf class submarine USS Connecticut, one of the U.S. Navy's most capable attack submarines, have been battling a bed bug infestation. Oh no! On a submarine. On a submarine. How do you get rid of it? Naval Submarine Force Pacific said in a statement that the Navy launched efforts to find and eliminate the difficult to kill bed bugs after the problem was first reported last December, explaining that the physical presence of bed bugs was actually found this past February. Jeez. So it's been around for a long time. It actually says here it started in March while the submarine was participating in an Arctic training event. Family members of Connecticut sailors said that the bed bug problem has been an issue for about a year. Uh, according to a petty officer assigned to the submarine, he told the Navy Times people were getting eaten alive in their racks. Uh, the sailor added that the situation got so bad sailors were sleeping in chairs oh, or on no. the floor in the mess. It's already uncomfortable, but a submarine is the kind of thing you could... Once you got back to port, close off and bomb. Uh, the outbreak negatively affected people's sleep, a problem for sailors with a stressful job. Uh, the sailors said if someone's sleep deprived because they're in the rack getting eaten alive by bed bugs, he could fall asleep at the controls and run us into an underwater mountain. Uh, when the submarine returned to port, some sailors took to sleeping in cars to avoid their racks. Uh, the bugs have not been completely eradicated as oh, of no. yet, so they're having a real no. problem with it. Scuttle the ship. Yeah, <laughs> just take it in and blow it up. Uh, it's not safe to drive in any type of seat that isn't secured inside your vehicle. The Wisconsin State Patrol shared a photo on Twitter of a vaccine that was recently stopped in the north-central region. The car had been pulled over for an equipment violation, but when the trooper approached, he saw the vehicle was not equipped with seats... And the driver was actually sitting on a camping chair, <laughs> like one of those canvas chairs, folding yeah. chairs. I love this. Uh, there's a site that I follow that's all like news clips from Russia. And there was a guy who had, uh, I kid you not, it was a bungee down rolling office chair. Yeah. And remember, I showed you one where the guy's steering wheel was a, was a wrench. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Oh, this this has my father written yeah. all oh, yeah. over it. Oh my god! I one time had he had to, I, I drove a stick shift Volkswagen and the brake lights weren't working. Yeah, and he connected an old doorbell, and every time I had to step on the brake, I had to hit the doorbell. Shut up! I swear to you. Also, he had a, a van that he used to go out to Montauk um, bef- before he was married, and then when when we were kids, it, uh, he still had it. But he used to take his nephews. They lived in Florida. He'd get them from florida they drive from florida to montauk and he put he built beds that lifted up and had storage underneath and they would go to montauk and spend the summer in montauk and basically live in this van that had beds in the back <laughs> wow yeah oh yeah yeah did he ever have to worry about inspection or anything like inspection? that inspection how's that what do you mean <laughs> registration. registration all those little trifles there he, when i as i got older and i was like okay you can go to a dealership and they'll fix your car he'd be like you paid for what that's they ripped you off and i'm like yeah. No, they just a gave doorbell cost ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the tires. So I was driving the the stick shift, and I would when I would step on the brake, I'd have to hit the doorbell. Oh my wow. god! Wow, <laughs> to 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 slow down to a stop. 
you'd have to hit the doorbell because it would turn the lights it on. It would turn right? the lights on. I could use the brakes whenever I needed, but yeah. I had to. Oh, I mean, usually, uh, th- that's why it's so convenient to have the actual light attached to the brake itself. <laughs> How long did you have to drive like that, Kath? Oh, I, uh, this was college. I, I drove around for a decent period of time hitting the doorbell every time I needed to stop. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yep. That's hilarious. Yep, uh, all right, and uh, we'll wrap up the uh, the bizarre file right there, my friend. We've got more coming up a little bit later on. And may, may I say this? Back off of Casey. Uh, for oh, his, I'm uh, good. I can take his, it. His idea on uh, the uh, monthless, weekless calendar. Uh, you don't have I will to be, have you, you know he has been contacted by Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> no. Has he? Yeah, for Is he, that who that was? You told me to, do, to just eat... Uh, because that's what I'm good at. I'm I'm intrigued by I'm intrigued by the idea. I just didn't understand his explanation of it. And you I think still refute it, but at least you yeah. appreciate yeah. it. There would have to be some sort of subdivisions. Right. Uh, you're you're uh, a good course. friend. You're now yeah. backing him and supporting. Him. I that's, am. That's I'm, nice of you, Adam. He, he's one of my best friends, <laughs> and I, I don't want to see him be beat up. So he doesn't deserve that. No, question. I can take it. I think. All right. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see. You've just ruined Casey's weekend. Oh All man. Right. Hey, I even sent a nice message back, and he says it amazes me that uh, they keep you employed. <laughs> so this is all because I'm having a little fun on the radio. But you know, yeah, right. Uh, Shut, over there. Shut that fat pie hole and do what you're good at. See, that's there's no there's no call. For and it. I said I was wondering why your mother would even write that. Right, stuff. but like, can you offer me some su- suggestions? Uh, what am I good at? Just eating. You are pretty good. I'm at pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, yes. No, you're, you're, you're in shape now, buddy. You're looking good. Uh, quickly, we're gonna we're, uh, before we take a break and go to commercials. I do want to talk to this gentleman's on the line. He works in my community uh, in the Skipback, Harleysville, Lansdale, that that whole area. Yes. Um, and he's been making a name for himself uh, because of the uh, COVID vaccinations uh, that he's been uh, parsing out to um, our community, and uh, he got started early on this, actually on... Um, January, right? I, th- I think it was on uh, Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. uh, and is getting some national press out of this. It was a story about him uh, that Reuters had posted uh, yesterday, and uh, it's really cool. So, But he, he is um, he's known as Dr. Mac uh, in the area, and he's also known for dressing up as Superman. Yes, uh, I approve. And our buddy, uh, Brian Miller, yes. takes the photos of him that have been popping up uh, nationally, which is really cool. They're amazing pictures. Uh, from Course Photography. Uh, but we're, we're going to welcome Dr. Mack. Uh, his real name is Dr. Mike Amin. So, Dr. Mack, good morning. Hey. How you doing, Dr. Mack? Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you today? Do, doing wonderful. Listen, you uh, you had reached out to us. We had mentioned uh, this story that, uh, that Reuters had posted yesterday. And, and one of the things you wanted to point out is, you know, I, number here, let, let me point this out. That at at Skipback Pharmacy, the pharmacy that you own, I believe it's only you and, and maybe one other full time employee there. That's correct. Just two of us, and then we have a lot of students uh, that help us, and a couple part time people. But it's a very small team with a monumental task ahead. Yeah, and you have you have managed to uh, get vaccinations to thousands of people already, and I'm just amazed that you're able to. Uh, do all of the the legwork, all of all of the specifics that it takes to make an operation like this happen, being so short staffed like that. The beauty behind all of this is that we have a community that is there with us every minute of the day. Last night, I was leaving the pharmacy close to midnight. There were still people at the pharmacy helping and making phone calls. Just in a matter of twenty four hours, two thousand phone calls were made. 
to people that have upcoming appointments, just so the people that don't have access to the Internet are informed and are aware of how to make an appointment. Um, so we want to make sure no one's left out during this process, and we have a community that is wonderful, a team of over 400 volunteers. That's great. That making these clinics happen. And we've heard so many stories about lobbying. Listen, uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's that's in motion now, and it's it, there's a, there's a – uh, we've never quite done something on this scale aspect to everything. Uh, and so there have been some screw-ups, but here you are pulling together uh, with the help of people who are just volunteering and getting a lot done in, in a very efficient manner. H- how did you happen by, how did you get the initial run of vaccines as quickly as you did? The first doses of vaccines actually came to, as a surprise to us. We were one of the only pharmacies that had a freezer capable of storing the Pfizer vaccine um, at minus 80 degrees. And that was actually donated to us by uh, a senior community that's right by the the pharmacy called Meadowood Senior Living. They donated that freezer that normally would cost $12,000. And that gave us the access to be able to request these vaccines from the state. That's amazing. When it arrived right before the Super Bowl, that was our victory because um, snow... Um, wasn't going to stop us at all. It was about eight, eight inches of snow that day, but um, the community came out and 1,000 vaccines were given on that first day. Wow. And you guys would be amazed that, that uh, Dr. Mack and, and his crew are doing this. I mean, Skipback Pharmacy is a small place. Yeah. It is a tiny little small business. Looks like it's in a strip mall. Yep, it is. And, yeah. and the fact that uh, that this group is able to get out this much makes it a pretty amazing story. Uh, Nick. Okay, ahead. yeah, all right. Dr. Mack, I, I wanted to ask you about, um, you know, timelines, because the way that I've been looking at it, it's sort of seasonally and, and monthly, and I, the way that I have tried to see it um, is a month from now, it's going to be better than it is today. Two months from now, it's going to be immensely better than it is today. Uh, what are your projected timelines over the next uh, few months? So just in this past month, we were able to give out 4,000 vaccines cumulatively in the entire month since Super Bowl. This weekend, we will be giving out 4,000 vaccines. It's, it's, wow. it's astonishing. It's wow. great. All right, and where did the idea for the Superman costume come in? It was actually inspired uh, New Year's Eve. We had to make a delivery out to a child patient, and I wanted to make the, the last delivery of the year memorable, so I dressed up at a, as like one of the Halloween costumes I had left over. <laughs> Wore it and knocked on his door, and to this date, that child still thinks I'm Superman. Oh, <laughs> and Steve wanted to know where you got the Zack Snyder uh, Man of Steel Superman outfit. I actually have no idea. It was in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> Randomly. So you're advising anyone, look through their closet. There might be a Zack Snyder Superman outfit there. So, so Dr. Mack, what, what, uh, what, how often do you put this on, and when do you decide to wear your, your Superman outfit? Because you still do that. So I wear it anytime we go out to the clinic, and that was never a planned idea. We were headed off to uh, take the vaccines over to the firehouse during the first clinic, and two volunteers were with me at the pharmacy. And I asked them, what if I wore this costume there? Would I look hideous? And they said, no, Dr. Mack, you're wearing it. And when I walked into that clinic, and Brian actually covered that picture, there was a line of people outside, and it was snowing like crazy. And I walked in with a box filled with a thousand vaccines. Yeah. The emotions and the expressions of people out there, it was just something different. That's great. That's, That's awesome. Uh, you're, you're doing great work. Uh, how are you on volunteers? Uh, you still good or do you need more people to sign up and help? We do have a huge volunteer task force, but I think as the vaccines are starting to come out in larger numbers, we are going to need uh, more volunteers and more trained volunteers um, because we never thought that we were going to get 4,000 vaccines on any given weekend. Yeah. So we went from getting 1,000 to now four times the amount, which means that we're going to definitely be needing more volunteers as 
um, our project continues here. All right. Now, are you handling exclusively the Pfizer vaccine? Or are you also doing the Moderna and uh, the Johnson & Johnson? Currently, our supply is the majority of Pfizer, a few doses of Moderna. And as the vaccine rolls out, we'll have the other manufacturer as well. All right. So just the Pfizer one right now. Very cool. Uh, if people want to help, they can just contact the Skip Back Pharmacy? They just go right onto our Facebook page, facebook.com slash skipbackrx. All right, excellent. Well, listen, Dr. Mack, you're doing great work. Congratulations on uh, on the notoriety and uh, and the fact that you're you're helping so many people out. We do appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate you guys. You got it. Dr. Mack, Yay! guys. Uh, very cool thing. Happy to see. And I'm glad that... Uh, that people are noticing this, and and Brian, our you know photographer, is uh, is getting this recognition too. They're great pictures. He's such a good a photographer. Yeah. I mean, his his star is rising in yeah. the photography world. May may I grab something quickly here, Preston? Please, yes. Uh, there is a a uh, one of our biggest, longest supporters. Uh, a uh, she's a teacher named Katie. She's a first grade teacher, and she's been dealing with everything. And she says with all the stuff and the remote learning, and and now hopefully getting kids back into school that the Preston and Steve show has been a big part of getting her through this. And of course, we love her for the sport. We love what the teachers you know, are oh, doing yeah. and able to do. Ooh. So right. I wanted to send a uh, a bit of love from our show to Katie. We do a shout out. Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. Let's send a shout out to her. Uh, and shout outs are sponsored now. Thank you to U.S. Digestive Health. Colonoscopy at Beats Cancer. Schedule your screening with Pennsylvania's most experienced GI network at usdigestivehealth.com. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, just a quick uh, programming note. You know, we had uh, Dr. Mack on the uh, pharmacist uh, a little while ago uh, who uh, was in this Reuters uh, national story about what he's uh, doing with the COVID vaccine. And we were saying our, our buddy Brian Miller from Chorus Photography is the guy who did the photos. Yeah. Brian just texted me. He said, uh, hey, listen, just FYI, the Reuters images weren't me. That was Hannah uh, Byer. She's a young photojournalist that worked for the story. Uh, for them over a couple of weeks. Everything else that you've seen in the news was me, he said. But those particular photos... I and can one tell th- those ones weren't as good. No, what, no, no. <laughs> and one thing photojournalists want to do, they want to make sure that the proper people get, get their credit. credit. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I appreciate that, Brian. Thank you for sending that over. Um, Casey, yesterday you were on the road, had this interesting story about a vehicle that was following you or something? Well, it wasn't necessarily following, but he was behind me. Aggressive and, uh, driver, right? Yeah, man, he was in a rush. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, it's it's frustrating, and this is not necessarily what the story is about, but I was on a one-lane road. I had, like, three or four cars in front of me. 
I'm going as fast as those cars are going, right? But this dude's up my ass, and he's kind of bothering me, but whatever. Eventually, I turn onto a road that is a two-lane road, and this guy couldn't get by me fast enough. And he's in kind of like a street racing car. He's in a souped-up, like a Honda hatchback. You could tell it was was set up for racing. Absolutely, yeah. It had, like, the spoiler in the back, uh, you know, nice tires with cool rims and all that. And, uh, you know, you could hear the the exhaust was was, after factory. So this dude likes to go fast. Perhaps he likes to race. I'm not really sure. But this dude was in a hurry. So he zipped around me as fast as he possibly could. And then, you know, I ended up behind him at the next three stoplights because, you know, yeah. he was in yeah. such a rush. Right. Isn't that satisfying? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love it. It's, it's oh, the best. It's the best. So yeah. Wait. Okay. Where are, you, where are you going to, buddy? Yeah. So um, while I was behind him, I saw on the back of his window... He had the Instagram symbol, you know, like on your phone that the, I, what is it, a camera, I guess? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so he had the Instagram symbol, and then next to it, what I would assume would be his Instagram tag, his handle. Interesting. And it took all of my energy to not <laughs> look it up at that point because I would have commented on what an a-hole driver he was. But I, I, so I didn't, and I don't remember what his handle was. It was just a series of letters and numbers. But, but he was advertising his Instagram on his car? Yeah. I guess so, and like... What if you looked it up and he was in complete support of your new calendar system? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we would have to talk. We would, you know. But but to your point, Case, I was wondering when you brought this up, would would this have been, do you think that's a case of where they're, because I actually, when you, I was thinking about it, I said, I actually have seen this before. Yeah, I have too. And I was wondering, uh, in this case, is it a street racer like you, in other words, here's how you get in touch with me if you're because i think i don't so. know or is it just simply <clears throat> a a vein here i am follow me add to my numbers right yeah i'm wondering if yeah. that's the case if if uh if it might have been business oriented right. but yeah. if so it didn't say what kind of business it's it sounds kind of like vanity yeah, you know? yeah but i'm not sure if anybody happens to know 215-263-WMMR if you put your instagram or twitter or whatever social media handle on your car for something other than just straight up, you know, business. Is that your only business? If you're driving like, you know, a pizza uh, delivery and and they require you to advertise on the vehicle, I understand that. Right. But if um, this guy is is if this is an advertiser, you can't drive like that. You know what I mean? Like that's well, that's bad. But so that's why I think your first assessment that maybe he's kind of a street racer or and he the, likes to in show, the community. He likes to show his car. Right. You know? Maybe showing the car. Yeah. Okay, I think, that, I might think be a that has more teeth to it than you know. Than though the other there, ones. there, I this is an interesting thing. Um, what if you were to simply put up your, if you were so inclined, your Twitter handle on a because we, we saw one or two versions of it. I guess Connor called up some pictures, and they look like they were actually professionally done. Yeah, yeah. stickers. Yeah, yeah. stickers. Yep. Yeah, you can order those. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. And also, doesn't that open you up to stalkers <laughs> and weirdos and, and shouldn't you drive better if you're if you're letting people get in touch with you here's my number call me it's like how's my driving well yeah. you had this story where the guy had the how's my driving when they called it was the actual guy who was driving yeah right and not the company mm-hmm. uh or it could have been like you know how's my driving instagram handle and then you go to that instagram handle and it's like a double finger like f you want right, yeah care. yeah uh, it could be that too but i think um yeah i the the way the car he presented the car, I, I think he's proud of it, and it was right. yeah. Listen, it was a nice looking car, right? It was a really nice uh, color scheme and all that. So and he had to get some place. Yeah, he had to get some place, man. He had to get some place in a hurry. Here's a text that says, "It's a douchebag being a douchebag." Okay. <laughs> yeah. Follow me at douchebag. And then somebody said, "The at symbol on your car means you're a dildo." <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on a second. And by Let's... the way, real quick, if if you are 
tailgating someone who happens to be going the same speed as three or four cars in front of them, you are a king douchebag. And if you if you are going the same speed as every, everybody else, keeping a car length between you and the car in front of you is not going to get the guy behind you in, to where they're going any faster. It's yeah. just hang on, man. I, I, I despise that beyond all It doesn't make any sense to me. We right. actually had an old uh, friend of the show's up here, and they yeah, were behind the same lost, person. Yeah, yeah, lost her connection. Who? What? It was I, Shannon. Shannon from the Bod Squad was. Oh, uh, well, was I didn't. Home. I didn't see that. Let me go to. Uh, let me go to Tate. Hey, Tate. Good morning. Hey, good morning. It. Hey, good morning. It. Tate. What's up, bud? What's going on? Yeah, it's like uh, people just like they want to. Whoever said it's a douchebag being a douchebag is <laughs> yeah. like right on the. <laughs> okay. All right, and yeah. so it's just people. He's just trying to get more numbers uh, on their social media? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they put a lot of money into these cars. Like, I have a couple of friends that drive, you know, like like you said, it was like a Honda. They drive, like, they want to put a lot of money into it, and, and they want to show it off, so. Right. Yeah, they and, probably don't even care that they're being douchebags, you know? And yeah. In fact, yeah. that probably eggs them on even more. Like, they, they Thanks, embrace Dave. that and uh, welcome the comments. It doesn't matter to them if you're going to come after them on, on Instagram or anything like that. They just, they all they want is the attention. Nick, yeah. I wonder if the actual driving douchey is part of race. Is, it's their way of getting yeah. attention so that they can up their, um, Man, what a, <laughs> I got to check out this douchebag. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, what a twisted way of thinking. <laughs> well, I would check it out, but I'm not going to follow him. You know, he's not going to get me as a follower. Right, and right. listen, just because you have a fast car doesn't mean you have to drive it like that all the time. I would love right. having a, like a bombed out wreck and just put my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, like, like the first, like Kathy's car with the uh, with the, uh, the doorbell. The doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a text that says, "If you tailgate, you're a pud." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> Kathy's here. She's breaking. Uh, let's go for Justin on the air. Hey, Justin. Good morning. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? Uh, so I drive a car like that. I don't drive like. You know, a douchebag because, first of all, it's tied into my livelihood. I'm a truck driver, so I can't be getting tickets and being crazy. Right. But um, with the Instagram thing, it's like mainly it's like a follow my journey thing. Like if someone gets a car and they start working on it and making it better, like, you know, souping it up, you can you can click on the name or follow the name and follow their journey. Or it's for people who like do like show car things. Like I, I know a girl, she uh, started her own business that way. And like she does... um personalized uh modifications to cars and stuff or like for different for different things so it's like the guy is a douchebag but not everybody that has it on their car is one so so it's not it's, so it's it's basically that the show car and and you you have some sort of business or, or livelihood associated with that car and you're promoting it yeah basically okay i was okay. wondering if there was a racing element to it but it doesn't seem like that's the case thanks man no. Uh, here's a text uh, concerning uh, the people with the fast cars and, and passing you on on a road that's loaded with traffic lights. It says civil engineers are smarter than douchebags. The streets and lights are laid out to control the traffic flow. They are. So you can many times end up right behind that person that passed or tailgated, passed around you, and then next thing you know, you're sitting right behind them. When you drive to work in the morning, do you notice a point precedent which the because I notice clearly if I'm a minute or two different. The uh, that's exactly the point at which the, the lights switch timing. Oh yeah, uh, and, and otherwise, in the, before that, I can pretty much hit every light and just go straight through. And I'm not speeding; I'm just I'm just hitting every light. After that, light, 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 light. I, like the last couple of days, I hit all green lights. I was like, wow, <clears throat> yeah, man, yeah, this is rare. Yeah. This was excellent. Uh, I'm going to go to Jessica. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning, it. Hi, <laughs> what's up, Jessica? Hey guys, so um, we, my husband and I, own a hearse. 
and we have our handle on it. We've been to many uh, of your events, actually. Why do you own and, a hearse? Uh, <laughs> um, it's a long story. I always wanted to be like this girl on Six Feet Under. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, okay. I, I wanted a hearse for years when I was, uh, you know, in, in college. It's, just, it's, a, it's a cool vehicle that you could sleep in. Absolutely. Yeah. We uh, go to drive-ins, we sleep in it, we camp in it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Imagine <laughs> you pulling up into a campground in a hearse, all the families are around. Yeah. So uh, do, you, do you rent it out or anything? Do you, do you get traction through your, your, your sticker on the car? We rent it out. We've done music videos. We've done parties, events, Halloween, you name it. Okay. And so you kind of advertise that with your with your Instagram account on your hearse. We do, and we okay. also get the opposite of people. We get how slow we drive. We get, uh... Oh. You're too cautious! He's a 72 Oldsmobile. Come on, where's the funeral? <laughs> so we have fun with it. So. Okay, nice. you, You've been in that situation, Preston, where you've been in, behind a row of cars, and you can't see the headlights, and you don't realize that you're in a funeral procession. Oh, absolutely. Come on! Absolutely. I've gotten pissed. Well, why are these people driving through this light? It's red! Oh, my God, somebody died. <laughs> yeah. Um, hang on, Marissa. Let me, let me go to this, uh... Uh, call real quick before we lose them. I'm going to go to Colin. Hey, Colin, good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank Woo! you, Colin. So uh, what's your take on this? So, yeah, I'm in a little car club and stuff, and a lot of guys will put the at on their thing because, like, the more followers you get on Instagram, sometimes you can get sponsors and stuff. For there it is. Really? Okay. Yeah. That yeah. makes yep. sense. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, like, so. Mopar or whoever sure. might yeah. might yeah. want to give you money to keep advertising, and then maybe you'll throw a couple decals on your car and stuff like that. It's a whole other world. Let me ask you, Colin, what do you think the odds are you're going to get more followers if you drive like a douchebag? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Colin. Marissa. Okay, I'm so glad we're talking about this because every single day when I drive uh, to work, I pass by this Tesla that is in my garage. It's a silver Tesla with yellow striped piping all over it, and he has an Instagram handle on his car. And hmm. I've wanted to share it a couple of times, but then I thought, if I share it, then like people are knowing exactly where I live. <laughs> so oh, okay. He's oh, okay. doing it. So I get to share it with you guys in the studio now. Well, but thank you for solving this mystery because I was wondering, like, what is this douchebag that has <laughs> an Instagram <laughs> handle? This douchebag lives in my building. Ugly car. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, a, that's not pretty. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm like sorry. That. I like it. I wouldn't want to drive it. I, but I think they uglified a nice looking car. It's like reflective stripe. Like it looks like lines from a road. What mm. series Tesla is that? Is that the um, it's the smaller one with the sort of um, abrupt back? Uh, yeah, it's got a it, it's a coupe. So oh, yeah. it's the the Tesla D bag. I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the D bag series. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me go. By the way, quick question: If I may, yeah, on the yeah, Tesla, yeah. why do they have air intakes on the front of a, of a Tesla? I think I think know. if they don't, it looks weird. I, I don't like the Teslas that are that don't have a grill on the front of it. To me, that just looks <clears> weird, even it, if it's just a fake It looks grill. like you're looking at a, an unfinished vehicle. Yeah, yeah aesthetically, it's going to take yeah. us a while, I think, to come around to that stuff. It's just we're not used to it. It looks odd. You I know? mean, for the longest time, they actually glued horses to the outside of cars just because <laughs> just, it, it seemed <laughs> more familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes total sense. Uh, Tim's got a, um, a method for... <laughs> For um, tailgaters, hi Tim. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thank you. What's <laughs> up, buddy? 
Hey, so usually when that happens and they fly past me, uh, usually, like you guys said, you get caught behind them at the next light. So I'll just sit there and clap for them <laughs> and, and just kind of laugh and give them a thumbs up and give them a clap behind them because, you know, they didn't go anywhere. That's great. Uh, I love that. Uh, yeah, I like that. Applauding them uh, so they can see it. Nice. I remember one nice time I got it. I was in an altercation where this guy and we were, we were he got out of his car and he was he was pulled back he just stopped and he had people behind me stuck in the intersection and so i honked the horn and he comes out and comes storming out and i i i start yelling at him and then and then he stops abruptly in front of me to try to cause me to crash into him i get out of the car and i start walking to him and and i think he sees me for the first time out of the car and it's a different situation uh, uh but i'm realizing I'm wearing my wife's charity T-shirt. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And yeah. if I get into an altercation, right. what a wonderful advertisement <laughs> for my wife's charity that saves kittens. I think uh, I think racing douchebags are terrible douchebags, but the ones that have gotten me and really uh, just really annoyed lately are the people who purposely make their cars louder. And, I, and I'm sure that I sound like a, a fuddy-duddy or an old no, man. No, I'm with you. I, 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 I don't get it. I, I don't. And like. I live near a place where they can rev them and and make the car even louder than it would be in a normal situation, and I guess that feels good for them. Or, but no, it's, it's a safety thing. They want to make sure that you hear them. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All these electric cars out yeah. there, you can't hear them right. anymore. So. Right. Right. I'm, uh, I would like for that trend to go away. <laughs> oh, I, and since we're talking about traffic, we have to take a break because we have a guest coming up here in just a moment. But. Um, uh, yesterday I saw this, and just a reminder for those who are pulling up to intersections, there was a um, semi in front of us that was going to be making a right-hand turn, same way we were going, and he pulls out in the middle of the intersection and just stops. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I can't see what's happening. Uh, a woman was driving, and, and the, the road that he was trying to turn right on, she was heading in the other direction, and she had crossed over the white line, okay. the stop line at the intersection. It made it impossible. And the guy can't turn. He can't turn. So now he's in an awkward position. Exactly. So the lines are there for a reason. <laughs> stop before them or else you're going to end up like this. And it screws that guy over. People get stuck in traffic. You look like an idiot. And and you have you have to convince an entire row of vehicles then to go in reverse yeah, to which, allow the truck to come through. Exactly. So, boom, Follow the rules if you can. Please. Stop being that. Stop being that. The great Mel yeah. Gibson once said, stop being that, and we can all live our lives together. All right, interesting about uh, the Instagram thing. I didn't think about the sponsoring. No, that, I guess might, it makes sense. That might be part of it. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break because we have a guest coming up. You know what? We're going to play a game, too. Yeah. We have a contest ready to go. We haven't given some stuff away via a contest in a little while. So we'll take a break. We'll get to Lorraine Newman, and then we will give some stuff away, hopefully, to you. Stay close as we'll be back in just a moment. Are you an MMR VIP? Sign up for free at WMMR.com for access to VIP contests, special deals, and to be the first to know about important stuff. It's like having an MMR backstage pass without having to do something nasty to get it. <laughs> Our next guest is ready to go. Excited to talk to her. Huge fan for years. Oh, she's great. Uh, one of the original Not Ready for Primetime players from Saturday Night Live and many other movies, TV shows, uh, and, and now... Uh, voiceover Tons work. of voiceover work. Yeah, so uh, excited about the fact that she has her memoir out, May You Live in Interesting Times. It's available only on Audible? I bought it. I bought Excellent. it today. Yeah, only on Audible. Audible came to her and asked for the deal, and um, we love Audible. You know, we're huge fans. Please welcome Lorraine Newman Yay! to the show. Hello there, Lorraine. Thank you, guys. Good morning. Thank How you, you doing? I'm great. I just want to say I love Philadelphia. Uh. 
what what's your, what's your history uh what's your history with philadelphia have you spent time here yes i have and my ex-husband is from there just to say we're very good friends. Okay, so okay that's good. I was, I was hoping you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> when there's like a key play, everybody takes out their keys and shakes them. You know, it's love Philadelphia, love the Eagles. She's Excellent. the second person we've had on this week whose ex-husband is from Philadelphia. <laughs> You're right. Who is the other person? <laughs> who, who was the other one? I, I forget. Uh, um, oh, it was, uh, it, it was actually, uh, no, it was Tommy Chong's, Chong's daughter. Yes. Um, yeah, Ray uh, Don Chong. Ray Don yeah, Chong, that's, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, well, okay. You gotta love it. It's it's a place where you discard your old life, Philadelphia, <laughs> and move on to bigger, brighter things. Hey, Lorraine, I wanted to ask you about uh, the fact that this is on Audible, and uh, I'm sure that you you narrate this. Uh, um, so this this is the only way that this is going to be uh, presented and uh, available for purchase. Yes, at this time, that is the only way. I and I'm grateful to. Uh, I don't know if it's Steve or Preston said they already got it. It's me. So it's Steve. Much. Yeah. So I, I, I we, but we are, you know, uh, Lorraine, we, we were both of, of a mind that, well, Audible's kind of cheating and not reading. And then I realized I was missing out on so many books I really wanted to get to, but couldn't seem to find the time. And now I'm addicted. My library's huge and I love it. And I love listening to, uh, to biographies and autobiographies. So yeah, I'm very excited for this book. Yeah, I mean, it, it's almost like an extended podcast, and I, I had no idea it was nine hours, by the way. <laughs> I just, you know, knew that I had to give them their money's worth, you know, but I didn't know it was that long. But uh, it, it's really, um, it chronicles not only my experiences and my inner life, but also just the things that I've had the privilege of being either witness to or a part of, and that's hence the title. Well, the title uh, made me laugh because it's it for people who know the title, which is "May You Live in Interesting Times." That, that actually finds its origins in what was considered a, a Chinese sort of curse, meaning that um, uh, interesting times are always volatile times, and there's always a lot of exactly. It's a maelstrom going on. You know, less interesting times are usually easier to get through. So, and and you've exactly. you've you've been at the flashpoint for a lot of stuff just on, on the pop cultural level alone, and then with your sobriety, you have lived a, an interesting life. Yes, and I should have died, but I didn't. Yes! We're, we're happy. You could have a nine-hour <laughs> Audible book. Well, you're... Um, yeah. You know what? One of the deals is, and part of the deal is, that sometimes I'll get a book that I feel the narration, the the the, the guy doing, or the woman doing the 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 voiceover, or the the, the reading their stuff, or, or whoever's ever doing it isn't doing a good job. We can be guaranteed that you're going to carry the emotion of context into your reading of this book. Yeah, it is a vocal performance, absolutely, and it does give me a chance to, you know, uh, do characters and and set scenes. For instance, you know, one of the parts of it is my the beginning of my brilliant career on uh, <laughs> Say the Darndest Things with Art Linkletter. And wow. I create my voice as a four-year-old, um, which I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little ambivalent about it because I always think that most guys are going to listen to that and go, uh, turn it off, you know. No, no. I mean, you're, you're, you're at so many. For example, you. So you grew up in L.A. From what I understand, you lived like a stone's throw away from Kirk Douglas, correct? And a, a number of celebrities. Yeah. So this was your childhood. Yeah, 
Um, first 11 years of my life was in Westwood Village and then uh, Beverly Hills. So I kind of had an outsider's uh, perspective on it. And my parents were not in show business. So, um, but most of the kids I went to school with were the children of. And, you know, it's hard to imagine this, but it's a very mundane kind of um, everyday uh, industry town. Really? So, yeah, you could you could see Cary Grant shopping at Christmas, you know, and <laughs> that's got to be know, bizarre. They're walking down the street. <laughs> Pardon me. It's got to be bizarre because I mean, you, you, and then you guys were not in the industry, so at that point, so you're seeing all this. And how did they, were they accepting? Was there sort of a class system? Oh, I, I don't think as a kid, if there were, I, I don't think I could have been aware of that. Right. It's just. Um, everybody, you know, you, you see, you know, Dean Martin is his pajamas because you're hanging out with his kid, you know? Yeah. Uh, and there's someone else saying, get your homework done. Um, so that's what I mean by the mundane everyday existence. It's just like any other place. It's just that the particular industry uh, is on the world stage, so to speak. So then you go on, and it's you just at some points, and we, you know, there's obviously we want to get people to to get the book. I did, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. But you you studied mime under Marcel Marceau. Yes, there's a big section where I just do mime on the book. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> 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 it's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing experience, and I didn't, you know, expect it to happen because I had gone to Europe for a different reason. And so, um, and I'm kind of a coward. It's amazing the things that I've had that have happened, happened because I'm always like, oh, is this going to hurt? Is this dangerous? <laughs> um, but there I was, you know, put into an atmosphere of complete immersion of French and American sign language wow. for a year. And it was a great experience. Uh, Lorraine, touching on your, your time in uh, Saturday Night Live in the cast, uh, which I'm sure, you know, you have an extended amount in the in, in the, the audio book. Um, is yeah. this just, you know, because you could take a bunch of different directions on how you're going to go through that. Is it ripping the lid off? Is it showing the behind the scenes? Is it, uh, you know, uh, uh, revelations that you had? What what type of things do you, do you dabble in when you in, in that portion in your time with uh, with the SNL cast? Um, well, first of all, I'm not, it's not my way and I'm not interested in so-called ripping the lid off. Wait, where are you going? I just, I, it's still interesting, I swear. <laughs> you know, a lifelong fan of comedy, so there's a lot of the, there, there's a lot of the book that's really chronicling, um, the history of comic comedy from my perspective, what I actually lived through and the beginning of the groundlings, which was the West coast, um, like second city. Mm -hmm. It was, um, it was, uh, it, it is, it's a seminal group that you, you were one of the, the founding members of and, 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 and so many of the people in SNL and, and some of the, the great comic minds of our time went through there. So, I mean, that, that alone is, yes. Is worth the price of admission. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I got to see a lot of those people perform and, and develop at the Groundlings and then have the thrill and, and delight of seeing them go on to SNL. But really what I chose to do was celebrate what I felt were my favorite 
ensemble sketches and all of the behind-the-scenes stories that contributed to the creating of that sketch, along with, you know, the very beginning of SNL, how everything's set up, how I met everybody for the first time and what that was like. Good. You know, and there were a lot of adventures. I mean, our ill-fated show in New Orleans, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. That's that's the type of thing I want to hear. How how those bits came about. How you guys worked on them. I don't necessarily need to hear the the quote unquote dirt and, and stuff. We know I, it already. I, yeah, yeah. I want to know the the structure and how that thing works. So I'm I'm happy to hear that. That's been done, guys. Yeah, yeah totally. Exactly. No, but you know, you know, yeah. Lorraine. The thing is, is that SNL is a such. It is. It, there's nothing like it. And and I mean, it, it, so in pop culture, as you well know, and you were there at the foundational stages of it. Um, you know, anything that I can hear the story from a million different angles and it never gets old because it is there's something about SNL that defies description. And, and the fact that you were one of those members is why I'm so, um, so excited to listen to the book. Oh, thank you so much. Excellent. Well, listen, we're happy that you got this out and uh, congratulations and uh, and looking forward to it. Thank you. And we'll talk to you another time down the road. And maybe you and your ex can get together when you come back to Philadelphia. <laughs> okay, go birds. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there you go. She just won everybody over. Yes, yeah, she did. Uh, go birds. <laughs> She's great. I love she, it, um, uh, so she, it's funny because she, she was talking about something that I think reson- would probably resonate with a lot of people. She said, you know, I don't know if this is going to hurt me or whatever. And, um, you know, she had uh, an eating disorder. Remember, she's very thin during the time yeah, of SNL. Yeah. She had a heroin habit. Yeah. Um, and, and so she never thought she was, you know, she said she, she felt she was terrible at improvisational comedy. Um, and um, so she had all these heavy hitters around her, you know, and, and never felt she was up to the task. I always, you know, I thought she was very funny. I but, did too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. The problem child, problem child too, I think it is. Yeah. Where she's in it. <laughs> And she's playing, you know, she is the put upon the the, the, the object of ire from the, the problem child kid. Yeah. And uh, I know those movies suck, but they're for me, they make me laugh. <laughs> uh, Gilbert Gottfried, the whole collective. On SNL, she was she was kind of outshined a little bit by Gilda Radner and, and Jane Curtin, but yeah. uh, she was fantastic. She's, anyway. she's one of the, she was the Conehead daughter. Yeah. 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 So, you know, the, yeah. she, has, she, has, she has her mark. I yeah. mean, they have that... You know, it seems like every season of SNL, you have, like, you know, like, Kate McKinnon is probably, you know, the number one. But, like, dude, Cecily Strong is yeah. amazing. Uh, Melissa C- Villasenor is really, really great. Abby uh, Feynman. Feynman. Yeah. yeah, she's she's an up-and-comer. So, yeah. I mean, they've, they've got, uh, there have been some stellar iterations of that cast. A lot of times, the, the cast that people look to, to, to say... You know that was that was the golden era. I think there are a lot of uh, people on that show that didn't get the credit they they deserve. Actually, I I danced. I didn't get a chance to tell her this, but I danced in a conga line with her and Chevy Chase and awesome. Dan Aykroyd because we went to the dress rehearsal episode, Preston of an SNL. Uh, and that's amazing. It, it was crazy. And we, else, you know man. that section that they have right down in front of the stage. Yeah, that's where we were. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, very cool story. Okay, now, uh, a few weeks ago, we, we played around with and, and had some fun with um, uh, some Adam Sandler clips uh, because Adam Sandler yells a lot yeah. in his movies. And he also says gibberish a lot. He does. And so we, we played around with identifying uh, the movies that those were from. And while I was just perusing around, I was looking at uh, finding some videos of other people uh, that scream and yell their dialogue in their movies and thought, why not make a contest out of that? Not just Adam Sandler, but go with someone else. So uh, I thought about identifying who the screamer was, but then I looked at all these different guys, and I went with guys because 
mainly the screaming and yelling uh, from actresses comes as just the scream, like like an emotional scream, as opposed to yelling dialogue. There are women that do it, but there are some guys that do it a lot. I, a lot. I couldn't find any actresses that do it a lot, like it's their thing. And and if you know some, let me know because we could do it. maybe Jenny Mc, or, um no uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy might, might be a good one. But even still, the the flat out scream, the way it's executed. Uh, like I consider myself, I I think I'm a pretty damn good screamer. You and, are, and and and, and yelling. Uh, Adam Sandler clearly, and I don't want to give away any potential answers here, but I, I think you're right. There there is um, no female screamer comes to mind who yells a lot. Who yells a lot as as a device? Right, right. And if you know one, let me know because we'll yeah. gladly do the same thing. So uh, I've decided to give this this contest a name. It's called Hollywood Screaming. Yeah. Screaming. All right, so, and what we've done this time around is we're going to feature one actor. You just have to name the movie. The actor is the one and only Al Pacino. Yay! Who I would actually put, I, I went through videos of, of various screamers, and it was like him and Nicolas Cage and, and a few others. I think Al's number one. I think I think he, that's my personal take. I think he's the top yeller of all actors. When the impression is done, when you hear like the experts like Caliendo oh, do him, God. I mean, when and, and what is the thing? What is the money shot? It's the the scream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have the two. You have the very diminutive, which is like this. Yeah, yeah. very very like this. And I then never take sides against the family. Right? And, and then and then, and then he turns yeah. around and he explodes. Um, so we want to see if you can identify the movie, uh, the clip that we're going to play, uh, 215-263-WMMR. Casey, this doesn't have to be our... Oh, okay. I just, that was just an open. Uh, so you. we need another piece of music for our bed to go underneath. And we have a variety of prizes that we're going to give away this morning. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, beer from Victory. We have Ooh. cases of Victory to give That's away. That's our beer of the month. And we also have a uh, copies of the suspenseful and provocative psychological thriller Fatale with mm. Hilary Swank and Michael Ely mm-hmm. on DVD. So we'll have your chance to win either one of those, right? Yes. All right. So <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. We'll play the clip. You tell us the movie. It's that simple. All right, real quick, uh, up here on my screen, Preston, I yes. have th- these things, but there are um, edits and then longer versions. Which one I am I playing? I don't know. Marissa's going to have to tell us. She did all the work all right. on this. I haven't it's listened probably, to these. There's language is definitely an issue. I don't know. Marissa? Oh, Case, I'm sorry. You're going to play the edit. That's the short clip. And then the other one is the full clip. Okay, gotcha. So the full clip will give us context of the film. Oh, the scream and then the, the context around it. Right. right. Do you right. want me to go in that order or do you just want to point them out to uh, me? Just go in this order. Just okay. keep Whatever order they're on here, Case, to keep it simple is okay. fine with me. So let's get our first caller on the line and we will start giving some stuff away. I'm going to go to Steve. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Hey, Durka, Durka, Durka. Durka, buddy. We're playing Hollywood Screaming. It's Al Pacino. I'm going to play you the screaming clip. You tell me what movie it's from, okay? I'll give my best shot. Remember, he's got a long career, so a lot of movies. So here we go. Here's the first one. My client, the Honorable Henry T. Fleming, should go right to f***ing jail. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great movie. It is. And God, he can yell. All right, Steve, do you know what movie that's from? Oh, damn. Uh, you know. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah, can you, I'd be great if you did. Yeah. My client, the Honorable Henry T. Fleming, should go right to f***ing jail. 
All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Steve, you know this. It's a classic. I do know it. It's better than my tongue. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with Goodfellas. It's all nope. I can come up with. Sorry, uh, not Goodfellas. Thank you, though. Appreciate he's it. He's not in Goodfellas. No, but, but that's when he was seeing Goodfellas in oh, the theater. Yeah, he was yeah, all yeah, upset yeah. about it. Yes. We'll go to Justin next. Hey, Justin. Hey, guys. Hey, bud. We're going to try the same clip out on you. Do you need to hear it, or do you know what it is? Uh, I'm going to take a guess. Okay. But, uh, is it Sea of Love? It is not Sea of Love. No. He is in that. And that is a good movie. Sorry, bud. We'll do. Th- How about we do three callers yeah. uh, per each one? Uh, we'll go. Text? We will go next to. I don't know. Marissa just handed a note. Is no, don't good? worry about you're it. You're okay. cute. All right. <laughs> Let me go to Frank. Hi, Frank. You're on. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? All right, Frank. Do you need to hear that or do you know what movie it's from? Uh. Let's hear it one more time. All right, here we go. My client, the Honorable Henry T. Fleming, should go right to f***ing jail. All right. Frank? Is it, is it Devil's Advocate? No, no it is not. That's a, a closer guess. He's, he's a, yeah, he yeah. runs a law firm, but no, that's incorrect. Uh, Steve, you want to tell him? And Justice for All. A great movie. Yes. And Justice for All. Steve Morrison, you win. Thank you. Uh, here is the, the full clip, the unedited clip. Here we the go. prosecution is not going to get that man today. <laughs> no. Because I'm going to get him. <laughs> My client, the Honorable Henry T. Fleming, should go right to f***ing jail. (laughs) Son of a bitch is guilty. (laughs) And, you know, obviously that blows his career up, but he he takes a stand. It's a great movie. All right, we'll go next to Bob and try a different one out on him. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Good, thank you. All right, All right Bob. You know what? I'm going to do a different one here. I'm, I'm going to go in my own order. Okay, right. Hollywood Screamer. Here we go. I'm going to play the clip for you. Al Pacino, guess the movie. Here it is. That's going to make the f-ing difference between winning and losing. <laughs> All right. I'll play it one more time because it's a short one. Here we go. That's going to make the f-ing difference between winning and losing. All right, Bob, if you were to guess what movie that Al Pacino clip is from, what would you say? Is it any given Sunday? It yeah! is! Well done, sir. And Casey, what are we going to give Bob? All right, for you, Bob, we have a case. It is our uh, beer of the month. It's Victory Brewing's new 6% hazy IPA, Brotherly Love, a beer with purpose. Now available in 12 packs at Trenton Road Takeout in Levittown. To learn more about this beer and its mission, visit victorybeer.com slash brotherly love. Cheers to you, Bob. What would you guys think of uh, Any Given Sunday? I, I think it gets beaten up unjustly. I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's a masterpiece, yeah, but I think here. it's, and I think Pacino's performance is really good. You know who's really good in it is Cameron Diaz. Yeah. She's great yeah, in yeah. it. Uh, uh, Jamie Foxx is great yeah. in it. Yeah. I liked it. There's some Me things too. that were a little bit ridiculous about it, but... Uh, but yeah, there's there's it's an all star cast. James Woods, yeah, uh, who is uh, um, Full Metal Jacket? Uh, Matthew Modine is in it. There's there's a whole bunch of people. It's a good movie. There's some there's some yeah. good stuff in it. Yeah. All right, let's oh let's hear the whole clip actually. So this is it. When we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the f-ing difference between winning and losing. Yeah. <laughs> between living and dying. Yeah. <laughs> 
is great. I love it. All right, we'll go next to, let's see, I believe we have Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Hey, guys, you guys rock. Thank you, Patrick. All right, Hollywood screaming. All right, hang on a second. I think I need to hit a button here. Okay, we can't do that one. Sorry. Okay, we'll move on to another one. Uh, You want to try? Yeah, I'm going to do this one. Are you saying you can't do that particular clip? All right, nope, we have it ready to go. Here is the clip of uh, Al Pacino. Let's see if you can guess what movie. You won't take my children. <laughs> wow, <laughs> short. That is. Uh, it's a great one. Really quick. Hang I on. got it. One, one more time. You won't take my children. You won't you... take my children. Okay, that's okay. what he's saying. If you want, I can. We can play the longer one as well. That's uh, about twelve seconds long. Let's, you, play, the one? let's play the long one. Let's play the long one. Yeah, but of course you want to hear the long one, yeah. Patrick. Uh, I, I agree. That one's a little too short. So let's play this one. Here we go. <laughs> You won't take my children. You won't take my children. All right, so that opens it up a little bit. Uh, Patrick, any idea? Scarface? No. He's not talking like this in that clip. Uh, Sorry, bud. All right, let's go to Rich. You won't take my children. That that would be Scarface, yeah. Hey, Rich, how you doing, man? You guys rock. Thank you. Hollywood screaming. It's Al Pacino. Uh, Did you hear the clip or you want to hear it again? I heard it, and I think I know it. All right, go for it. Godfather 2. You are right, sir. Outstanding work. Godfather 2. She says, you know, I didn't lose. I I aborted. It was a son, Michael, and then he freaks out. Yep. And uh, forgetting that right, Rich gets what? Rich, we have the suspenseful and provocative psychological thriller Fatal starring Hilary Swank and Michael Ely. It's available on DVD now from Lionsgate. All right, uh, let's try that one, Casey. Okay, All right, you. we will go next to Luke, I believe. Luke, are you there? Hello. How you doing, guys? Good, bud. All right, Luke, we're playing Hollywood Screaming, and we're going to play another clip from Al Pacino. Are you ready? I certainly am. All right, here is your clip. I'm in the dark here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's a right. good one. Yeah, okay. That's a good one. I'll play it again, Luke. Here we go. I'm in the dark here. <laughs> is that scent of a woman? And it yeah. is. Yay. Absolutely correct. We'll play the full clip in a moment after we find out what prize you get. Casey? You have won yourself a case of our beer of the month. It's Victory Brewing's new 6% hazy IPA, Brotherly Love, a beer with purpose. Now available in 12 packs at Trenton Road Takeout in Levittown, Bucks County. To learn more about this beer and its mission, visit victorybeer.com slash brotherly love. Cheers. By the way, Trenton Road Takeout was our takeout. Oh. Oh, yeah? Yes. Nice. There you go. Yep. All right, here is the full clip from uh, Scent of a Woman. What life? I got no life. I'm in the dark here. Mm. Do you understand? I'm in the dark. There you go. Yeah, he I won d- the best picture or best actor for that, and and a lot of criticism, I guess, because he probably got it for other movies and then won it for that one. Yeah. Um, but I always liked the movie. It, but it, I, for me, that's like the first movie where you get overacting Al Pacino. Uh, first movie for me. Oh yeah. I mean, he definitely he overacts in, in Scarface. He, he overacts. Oh, I mean, yeah. but, but I mean, but but I mean, Al Pacino overacting is uh great. You know, uh, the um, the, the, I mean. T- He's a masterful actor, but he can eat, chew up scenery like yes. nobody's business. I agree. Yeah. Scent of a woman is a little bit 
okay, but it's a good movie. I enjoy it all the time. I think there are great moments in it. Yeah. And, you know, that's it. I agree. Uh, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, you're getting you're getting Al Pacino. You're getting over the top. Yeah. Like you said, chewing up scenery is a great way to put right, it. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he can also be very subtle and very quiet and well, very well, nuanced. Look, as and... Michael Corleone or as Serpico, uh, yeah. you know, or any of the other roles. Or yeah. smaller roles, or... like in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yes. recently. He's his producer and he's, he's, great. Yeah. he's leveling with uh, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's mm-hmm. character and he's very... And did you ever, did you see um, uh, Angels in America? I did. I loved wow. it. I loved it. He's wow. phenomenal. Yeah, he is. All right, we'll go to another caller. Uh, it's Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. All right, Chris, we're going to try one out on you, and it's Hollywood Screaming. You ready to try this? Let's go. All right, which one are we doing, Casey? Uh, okay, I got it. All right, here we go. Listen closely. Here she got out. Great ass! <laughs> Steve's been playing that clip forever. For years. And to be honest, I didn't know that that was from this movie. Yeah, let me, let me, a, let me, yeah it's I'll play movie. one more time. Here she got out. Great ass! <laughs> All right, Chris. Any idea what that's from? Is that Devil's Advocate? No. No. Uh, Thank you, though. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, we'll try three callers out on that one. We'll go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Como estas, bitches? Muy bien. Muy bien. All right. So, Mike, I'm going to play the clip for you. Ready? Go ahead, bro. Here she got out. Great ass! <laughs> Any idea what movie that's from? I have no idea. All right. Sorry, dude. Oddly enough, people forget this movie, and they shouldn't. We'll go to one more. Tom, you're on, bud. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going with um, Sea of Love. No, not Sea of Love. Here she got out. Great ass. Steve, what movie is that from? Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Underrated movie. And by the way, you get to see Pacino and De Niro. Yeah. As... Nemesis, Bose, yeah. yeah, and it's great. It's Fair a long enough. movie. It's, it's like, a Michael Mann movie. It's like two and a half hours long, so you got to be patient because there are some slow parts. But it's it, it might be my favorite Pacino movie overall. It I, also I has one of the most incredible robbery scenes. Yeah, that shootout man with Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Holy hell, it's great. Yep, and he's talking about um, Ashley Judd's ass. In yes, that, yes, in that yes. particular scene. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. Here's the uh, the full clip of that. Why do you get mixed up with that bitch? Here she got a great ass, <laughs> <laughs> and you got your head. All the way up it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the best. All right, uh, let's move on to Albert as our next contestant. Hey, Albert, how you doing? Uh, you guys rock out, man. Thanks, buddy. All right, so these these are kind of getting harder as we go along. Just to let you well, know, do you want me to go with this one? Because this one might be tough. I don't know what the clip is, but. <laughs> Well, uh, you're asking me? Sure, because I, I wouldn't know this one, but we'll we'll try right. it out on Albert. Why not? All, all right, right, Albert, here we go. Listen up. Shut all cell phones off. This is what the man said. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Huh. Can I give a hint? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll give you a hint. It's from a comedy. And <laughs> Al Pacino is not known for doing comedies. No, he's not. I can't Can think I of another it? comedy he did other than this one. To be Can honest. I hear it one more time? Yeah, sure. Here we go. Shut all cell phones off. This is what the man said. He. <laughs> and of... your fear. I don't know. Uh, about... I was going to say that the star of this comedy is another screamer. Well, and and he was mentioned in the beginning before yeah. we started the contest. Yeah. Does that help uh... at all? 
No, not drawing a blank on that one. All right, sorry, Al. Called in at the wrong time, bud. All right, we'll we'll try Dave. We get three callers on this. Dave, you there? Como esta, bitches? Como esta. I don't know. Uh, Dave, Dave! you want to hear it again? No, it's probably one of the worst movies he's ever done. What is it? what it is. Jack and Jill. Yes, yes, you're correct, Dave. Nice. And Casey, what are we going to give them? All right, for you, Dave, we have the suspenseful and provocative psychological thriller Fatal starring Hilary Swank and Michael Ealy on DVD, available now from Lionsgate. All right, and here's the full clip of that. You have a phone in your hand. You are told before the play starts not to have it ring. Shut all cell phones off. This is what the man said. Okay, so let me ask you. Is that is he on stage performing when that happens? I don't remember. You so saw the movie. I, yeah, yeah. Well, is, is it during? Because I know he's on set and because they're shooting this Dunkachino commercial. Yeah. I don't remember a scene where he's on stage, Case. And I saw, I've seen the movie a couple of times. Yeah, I Hold think on. he had to have been on set. Marissa knows. I, I think it's actually, um, I really haven't seen the whole movie, but I, I think there's like this Al Pacino famous breakdown. Down, and he's on Broadway, oh, and he's okay. doing like a Hamlet character. That's and then how he ends up. In, in, okay. So Adam Sandler is watching the clip on YouTube. Okay. That's and it. And then he That's takes it. him on as a client. You're and right. So why? Because his career starts to go his down. Starts to because fizzle. of this meltdown. And so and what happens is he Al Pacino <laughs> falls in love with the twin sister of Adam Sandler. I actually, yeah. I want to hear that again, because that sounds pretty funny. Him yeah. on stage performing, somebody's phone <laughs> rings, and then he does this. You have a phone in your hand. <laughs> you are told before the play starts not to have it ring. Shut all cell phones off. This is what the man said. <laughs> I love it. All right, so we'll go next to Matt as we're playing Hollywood Scream. And, yo, Matt, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. All right, Matt, we're going to roll up a clip here for you. Okay. And see if you can identify this one. Listen closely. Here we go. Okay. Give me a army, you're going to play me. Play that. Hold on. He was talking over part of that. Here's, here it is again. <laughs> Give me a Mm, that's pretty wow. easy, actually. Oh wow! See, I know that movie well, but I wouldn't. I don't remember that clip. Uh, can you play it one more time? Yeah, here we go. Oh man, I, it's so hard to hear. Um, hang on, I'll put you on hold. Listen when I do it one more time. Here we go. All right, so that maybe he could hear it better that way. Did you hear it a little bit better that time, Matt? Yes, I did. The recruit. The recruit. No, incorrect. Oh. Sorry, sir. He was giving up, you know? <laughs> no, nope. All right, we'll go next to Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's up? Yo, bud. Hollywood Screaming. It's Al Pacino. Do you know what movie that's from? Oh, uh, can I hear it one more time? You bet. Here we go. Give me a f***ing army, you're going to play me. It's uh, Scarface. Yes! Yay! Excellent, sir. Hang on, Sean. Here's what we got for you. Sean, we got a case of our beer of the month. It's Victory Brewing's new 6% hazy IPA, Brotherly Love, a beer with purpose, now available in 12-packs at Kathy's Takeout of Choice, <laughs> which is the Trenton Road Takeout in Levittown, Bucksco. To learn more about this beer and its mission, visit victorybeer.com slash brotherly love. Cheers. All right. We'll do another one and get a caller on the line ready for that. And that happens to be John. Good morning, John. Hey, guys. All right, bud. We're playing uh, with Al Pacino here, Hollywood Screaming. You ready? 
Yep. All right, here's your clip. Oh, no, yes, but not my orders, yes. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's real short. One more time. That is, and I, uh, okay, here we go. Oh, no, yes, but not my orders, yes. <laughs> wow. Good luck with this one. It's one of his old, uh, I will tell you, it's one of his older roles. It's from further back in his career, and I'll play it one more time. Oh, no, yes, but not my orders, yes. <laughs> it's almost, it's gibberish. Yeah. Can you play it with me on hold? Yeah, sure. Yep. Hang on. Here we go. One more time. Oh, no. Yes, without my orders. Yes. <laughs> wow. I couldn't identify that. Uh, John, play- I'm going to ask you to come up with a movie from earlier in his career. You think that might be from? Uh, Scarface. I don't know. <laughs> no. No, we're not going to play two clips from the same movie. But thank you anyway, bud. All right. We'll go to Owen. Yo, Owen. Good morning, It. Good morning, It. All right. Did you hear it or do you want to hear it again? Me here one more time. All right, here we go. Oh, no, yes, without my orders, yes. <laughs> God almighty. Think of one of his older films. Uh, Justice for All? Justice for All, we already did. Uh, no, yeah. sorry, bud. All right, one more call, and then we'll go to Kellyanne. Hi, Kellyanne. Hey, how you doing? Wonderful. All right, Kellyanne, do you need to hear that clip again? Yeah, but I thought I knew it, but I don't know. <laughs> well, take it. You want to take a guess? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Hang on, I'll play it again. Here we go. Oh, no, yes, without my orders, yes. And, and now you found my order, yes, right? Mm. I don't. You're not. We're not asking you to define the words in the quote. Yeah, what movie is what it movie? from? Found my order, yes. I I want to say it's. I don't know. Son of a woman. No, incorrect. Uh, I'm sorry, sorry, Kellyanne. Actually, that is a clip from Dog Day Afternoon. That's what I'd written down, but it was it was too. It, it was like it's really quick. It's not very identifiable. But I mean, here's the full clip to that. Without your orders, right? Without your orders. Oh, no, yes, without my orders, yes. How do I know you're not going to come through the roof? Because I'm telling you, no, we're not. Yeah, you're telling me a lot of things, but you're not doing them. Oh, goddamn! What I told you, we have. What were they doing room. back there? <laughs> what you could do, uh, the classic that you know is Attica. Attica. Yeah, that's probably the one to go with. You know but... who's phenomenal in that movie? John Cazale. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fredo is his is his love interest in Dog Day Afternoon. Steve, you had an interesting stat about John Cazale that every movie that he was in in yeah. his short career, every movie was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um uh, uh, the uh, the deer, deer hunter. hunter, dog day afternoon. He, he's incredible. Uh, the conversation. Yeah, uh, Godfather one and two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so and he, and he died young, right? He did die young. He had a brain tumor, oh, and he man. was uh, he had a long term relationship with Meryl Streep. Was and his... I tell you what, dog day afternoon uh, touches on some subjects that were really taboo at the time. Uh, with uh, it's a true know, story, gender identity and, yeah. and, and and homosexual relationships yeah. and. You know, prison and, and 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 all that yeah. stuff. It's it's a it's a wild movie, and also like the uh, the Stockholm syndrome because the, the hostages start to start to like them. the people yeah, that yeah. are holding them hostage. It's a great film. And he only has five credits uh, for movies: Deer Hunter, Dog Day Afternoon, Godfather One and Two, The Conversation, and that's it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, incredible. All right, we'll go next to Bill. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, <laughs> Good morning, Bill. All right, Hollywood screaming. You ready? I'm ready. I hope you get this one. Here, oh, here, here real quick. Um, we had to do the long one because for, we're having 
some uh, issues with the long or with the shorter clip. So this is a longer clip okay. of uh, this movie. A longer clip. Here we go. All right, all right, that's enough. I want them dead, both of them. I want this no face dead, and I want Tracy dead. What's the matter? Bums about how to kill people. Doesn't your work mean anything to you anymore? Have you no sense of pride in what you do? No sense of duty. All right. <laughs> Bill, you know what movie that's from? Oh, I gotta hear that again. Oh, it's a long one. Yeah. All right, one more time. Here we go. Here we go. All right. All right, Shut up. <laughs> I want him dead. Both of them. I want this no face dead, and I want Tracy dead. What's the matter? You bums forgot how to kill people? Doesn't your work mean anything to you anymore? Have you no sense of pride in what you do? No sense of duty? All right, Bill. He, he pretty much gives it away when in the clip. That was really tough to hear. Let me guess. Um, um, Bill. Godfather. Part eight. <laughs> nope. Sorry, oh, bud. Mafia in paradise. We'll go next to Scott. Hey, Scott. Yes. All right, Scott. Do you need to hear that clip again or do you know what it is? No, no. Can you play it again? All right, listen closely. Here we go. All right, all right, that's enough. I want him dead, both of them. I want this no face dead, and I want Tracy dead. What's the matter? You bums forgot how to kill people? Doesn't your work mean anything to you anymore? Have you no sense of pride in what you do? No sense of duty? Duty. Scott, what is it? How about Raging Bull? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, he's not, is he in that? No, he's not. Okay. He's not in it. No, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, that's incorrect. Um, I got no music here, Case. I don't know why. Uh, uh, all right. Sorry uh, about that. You know what? Yeah, it's, it wasn't coming up. All right. Let me go. Uh, we have one more call on this. Hi, Matt. Are you there? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Matt, tell me, you know, what movie that is. I mean, they were in the in Godfather together, but it's Dick Tracy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who was in Godfather together? James, James Conn gets killed. Oh, th- What's that Wait, now? James Conn is in Dick Tracy? Yeah, he's the one he's the one mobster who would not join up with him. Really? I don't remember James Conn in Dick Tracy. I know that so it was it was directed and stars Warren Beatty and Madonna was in it. Yeah, there were a few people um, that were and in I it, don't but... remember James Conn, but maybe you're right. Uh, all right, hang on the line. Here's what we got for you. All right, Matt, for you, we have our final case of our beer of the month, which is Victory's, Victory Brewing's new 6% Hazy IPA, Brotherly Love, a beer with purpose now available in 12 packs at Kathy's Takeout of Choice, Trenton Road Takeout in Levittown. To learn more about this beer and its mission, visit victorybeer.com slash brotherly love. Cheers. Apparently, James Conn played Spaldoni. Oh. Uh, so he was in it. Uh, yeah. There, there were actually... Um, There's a ton of people. Uh, a bunch of people, yeah, because Dustin Hoffman was in it. Kathy Bates, I remember Manny Patinkin was in That's it. That's right. And, they, and, so, and, and of course, Pacino had... He had that the, the prosthetic makeup on and the, everything. It was it was yeah, wild. he was big boy. Yeah. All right, do we have to wrap? Yeah. All right, that's all we have time for. But listen, thank you very much. I love playing these clips from uh, Pacino. So yeah. Hollywood screaming. Thank you. And listen, there are several other screamers that we can go to, and we will uh, in the near future. And if you do know um, some females that would be good yeah. candidates I'm for that, think about this let one. me know because yeah, I'm please. coming up with a, I'm coming up with a blank. All right, we are going to take a quick break. We'll come back in just a moment. Bizarre file on the way. We'll be right back. 
What's new? Glad you asked. Foo Fighters. Greta Van Fleet. Chris Stapleton. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Steve jokingly said uh, tuna and noodles. Uh, and it made me think, uh, in my bachelor days, uh, before I really knew how to cook or anything like that, I did, I, and it was a low point, I actually, I purchased Tuna Helper. Oh. Instead, oh which is an offshoot of Hamburger Helper. Yeah. It, it's not that bad. I didn't like it. it yeah. I thought awful. it was terrible. Uh, um, I've had, have you ever had Hamburger Helper? Oh, I lived yeah. on Hamburger. That's yeah. why I bought Tuna Helper. Right. Because I had I had mastered Hamburger Helper. <laughs> the cheeseburger uh, Hamburger yeah, Helper, yeah, which yeah. is essentially just, you know, cheese and pasta and hamburger. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh, it was fantastic. It was like mac and cheese with hamburger. Basically in it. that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I loved Hamburger Helper. And there was like a, there was like a, you know, a spaghetti version of right. it. Right. Which would be more like a, you know. A, a, a tomato sauce base to it. And Listen, hamburger in this? <laughs> Real tomato Real ketchup? Real tomato ketchup, Eddie? <laughs> uh, oh, we don't even... We, you don't even need the meat. But tuna helper... <laughs> I think the, the one I must have tried was the creamy broccoli. I'm looking at this. You have tuna cheesy pasta, tuna creamy broccoli, and tetrazzini. Tetrazzini. Which was the, uh, the, the tuna helper. Manja. Mm-hmm. What was that uh, character's name? Handjob. <laughs> From what? Uh, the 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 mascot. The yeah, love, oh, love. it was a hand. I, I don't it was know. a gloved hand. It was yeah, hand. it was a hand, hand job. Uh, oh, it was hand job. I don't know. Nick is looking up hamburger helper mascot. Possibly. Hold on. We, now we now with the now mystery has to, know, to yeah, be yeah. solved. I'm sure it's not a hand job. I'm sure it's uh, handy or let's say knuckles. Handy would not be any better. The helping hand. <laughs> the helping hand. The lefty. All right. Lefty? Yeah. Yes, he was okay. a four-fingered left-handed white glove with yeah. a face on his palm. There we go. On September 1st, 2020, an original TV commercial hamburger helper hand puppet prop was featured on uh, the TV show A&E's What It's Worth. What's It Worth? Uh, hosted by Jeff Foxworthy. The show included people from across the country at hidden treasures hidden inside their home. During this episode, Jeff Foxworthy met the owners of the Hamburger Helper Hand, Allie and Michael Azen, <laughs> a.k.a. the Amazing Azens. <laughs> this particular puppet prop was used in the late 1970s and 1980 commercials. Uh, the prop was authenticated and appraised by a professional auctioneer. It doesn't say how much it was worth, though. How come so many cartoon hands only have four fingers? Or I, three yeah. fingers, you know? Yeah. Cartoon, yeah. It probably, it's, it's, it's. It's too much to do the extra fingers. Easier they, to draw. They want it to look cartoony. They tend to make yeah. the fingers very beefy anyway. Yeah. I think that's maybe. why the cartoon wives are always very happy. Yeah, I guess. I, um, uh, beefy fingers. Um, <laughs> I think, Preston, you had a, like a, st- a stupid question <laughs> one time uh, about cartoon characters that actually had five fingers. Uh, but I'm, yes. I'm trying to remember. And I can't remember either. I can't it, may either. Have been, it may have been one of the first yeah. cartoon series that had... Uh, <laughs> The characters with five fingers, but I don't remember what it was. By the way, Beefy Fingers is a great band yes, name. It is. Uh, I'm here's writing a, that down right now. Here's a really dumb question. On those four finger hands, which finger is missing? That's a good question because yeah. many of the times they're all the same length. Yeah, yeah. so uh, the There's thumb no is definitely there. That's yeah, the you one got, that, yeah. We're that's good on just a hand. Maybe guess, the pinky? I think the ring finger. I think Kathy's right. The yeah. pinky is there. The, the, the index and middle finger 
are there, but there's an obvious. In fact, the in in the hand in Lefty, the hamburger helper hand, there's a seems to be a space where there was once a finger. They will sometimes on married characters put a wedding ring. They do that on The Simpsons, right? Occasionally, but it come but it comes out. It looks like it's on their middle finger. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> But it's not there all the time. It's only there for, like, plot points. Right. Exactly. All right. Anyway, glad we cleared that all up. <laughs> did we clear <laughs> I, We did, yeah. We didn't. We had a research <laughs> grant, and we used it. It's a good way to wrap things up, to right. say that. Yeah, exactly. All right. Now we're going to do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Five. We are in a salary for doing this. Oh, my God. All right. Um, well, people have to know. They do. All right. So the B-File is brought to you by Royal Farms Real Fresh, Real Fast. Start each morning with a hot, fresh cup of Royal Farms coffee. It's made one cup at a time from the finest coffee beans in the world and freshly ground just seconds before serving. I'm going to start with a follow-up story for you. Remember I had this about a driver who crashed her car while swerving to avoid a couch falling from a truck on Interstate yes. 95, they got a they got a ticket. Yeah, they got a hundred and sixty six dollar ticket. The the car was, wanting to die. The car was flipped upside down. Yeah. It, was, it was a nasty accident. Well, the incident happened on February twentieth, and the Florida Highway Patrol released a statement saying that the citation had been issued in an error. Yay. So they are gonna they're not going to be charged. Which we were all scratching our heads at how the hell you can do that. Uh, the couple had been driving north on 995 and the couch fell from the truck. The driver lost control of the car and she swerved to avoid the tumbling sofa. 2006 Toyota Corolla hit the medium, rolled over, and was totaled. So now they're not going to have to pay, uh, to pay the $166 fine. What am I looking at here, Nick? Oh, just uh, more finger facts. Oh, uh, God and Jesus are the only Simpsons characters with five fingers. <laughs> the others have four. That's hilarious. Okay. Uh, well, this is brilliant. A tweet has gone viral that someone shared to show how their mom handled it when someone stole her lunch at work. He explained that his mom keeps raw eggs in a carton in the refrigerator that she does cook at the office if she gets hungry. And someone recently stole her carton. So the next day she brought a note and it read in all caps with a lot of exclamation points. Attention, attention, attention to whom it may concern. I had a carton of eggs in the fridge, and it's gone. Whoever took the eggs, please know that those eggs are not chicken eggs and are not meant for consumption. If you have not consumed them, please discard. But if you have, please see me for the antidote. (laughs) They are eggs from a rare bird in Africa. Thank you. Uh, The Twitter uh, post added later uh, that... Later, some dude came to her stressed as F with uh, for the antidote, thinking that he was going to die. Uh, the poster shared thousands of times, got over 200,000 likes on it. So whether it's true or not, it's kind of fun. Guy's just stupid enough to steal eggs. <laughs> a dramatic car chase happened in Los Angeles. Police say a Nissan was involved in a hit and run, which led deputies to give chase that afternoon. The driver attempted to escape and barged through stationary cars and careened into other vehicles before coming to a halt. Police tried to get the driver to exit the vehicle, but she refused. So, rubber bullets, a drone, wow. and a SWAT team were used. The hours-long standoff ended when police uh, fired tear gas at the car, prompting a little girl to run out of the car and into the arms of deputies who had not realized that there was even a kid in the car in the first place. Holy crap! Police then surrounded the open door of the car, finally extracted the driver who was taken into custody. 
The child's relationship to the driver was not revealed, and she was taken to a local hospital to be treated for unspecified damages. Right now, no more details have been released on that. I'm interested to see what the follow-up on that one will be. A man has sued has filed a suit against a prank company based in New York, alleging that they mailed him a chocolate penis, a glitter bomb, and other packages meant to shock, offend, and frighten him. Nicholas Coretta claims in court papers that R&D promos, known as Ruin Days, Mm. sent him multiple unsolicited, obscene, and harmful packages over the course of 18 months. Ruin Days, which is based in Queens, allows customers to anonymously send glitter bombs, imitation feces, bags of dirt, and other annoying pranks to unsuspecting recipients. Uh, The literature states, we ruin your enemy's day. But in May of 2019, a chocolate penis was sent to Coretta at his office. Well, at least you can eat that. Inside a package designed to disguise the true nature of his contents. When he opened the package and saw a fake penis, Coretta claims he suffered fear, apprehension, harm, and emotional distress. In November 2020, Coretta received a spring-loaded glitter bomb that arrived in another nondescript package and blew up in his face. Coretta opened a package. The glitter bomb exploded in his face, causing glitter to strike him with force in the eyes, nose, and mouth, the suit states. The glitter became lodged in Mr. Coretta's clothing as well as nearby desks, files, and carpet. Uh, and then in November, on uh, November 2020, Coretta received a package addressed to Fat Midget. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That contained chocolate imitation feces. Coretta was shocked and frightened by the contents and offended that the package of chocolate imitation feces came in contact with his body. He's seeking damages of $75,000 along with the court fees and post-judgment interest. So is the company itself delivering these things? Because wouldn't it be illegal to send something that triggers through the mail? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you would think so, right? Right. Um, so they're going to look into it, and obviously it's someone else had ordered it through the company and right. sent over. I know, so. but you know what, like, I'm, I'm sort of thinking about it, and, like, this is harassment, and this company is allowing uh, and faci- facilitating, facilitating yeah. said yep. harassment. Yep. All right, uh, how about this? Scientists are baffled by the rapid appearance of over 100 sinkholes in Croatia. The unprecedented phenomenon began after began, began sorry after two massive earthquakes struck the uh, central Croatia in December. Uh, the earthquakes were 5.2 and 6.3 on the Richter scale and killed seven people. Scientists believe the geological events triggered the chasms, but what's perplexing is the speed at which the sinkholes are developing. Experts say the sinkholes would have formed naturally anyway over time, but the earthquake acted as sort of a catalyst which sped up the whole process, unfortunately. And then, he said, we saw a, we saw smaller sinkholes appearing in the ground. So they're just popping up like crazy. Yeah, it typically takes uh, sinkholes decades or centuries to form in areas rich with limestone deposits. The holes, some of which are under houses, yeah. have forced residents to evacuate. Uh, even farmers are now afraid to Go work, to the bathroom is what you mean. Uh, to work <laughs> the land in fear of being swallowed by the ever-growing holes. Mm. Meanwhile, low-level tremors, tremors are continuing to force more sinkholes to open up. I'll tell you this. Uh, you see some of those big-ass sinkholes open up, like in Florida? Mm. Houses and cars go in there. People get killed in those things. We Terrifying. have sinkhole insurance. Do you? We, we had to get it. Is that an issue in yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, there are roads closed um, all over the place. I mean, there was a, a road... Um, 
is it, it's a, a portion of Butler Pike was closed for years because of a sinkhole. There was one that just opened up on the bottom of the exit from the Blue Route that they wow. had to shut down the the Whoa. exit for a while. Why is Conchie prone to that? I, you know what, I have no idea. But uh, my brother, who is uh, a realtor, he said I would where you guys are placed. I would highly suggest getting it. So we did. No mm-hmm. kidding. Well, you yeah. might get that bin- the basement you always want. <laughs> and, an old house. We we had a, we had a sinkhole that would that would pop up every. Several months, and you know, we we asked some some people who know a thing or two about, it, and they said, you know, when when they build neighborhoods, sometimes they'll bury stumps, yeah, and things like that can that can shift and deteriorate over time, and then it causes a sinkhole to happen. But we filled that thing up at least four or five times. Really, well, there's like yeah. my whole front cement walkway is sinking, and we've filled it over and over and over again. I mean, not us. We've had people yeah. come out and do it, yeah. and it's still it's still going. So there's something under there, or or nothing under there. But I'd never heard of the insurance before. That's yeah. interesting. Single insurance. Okay. Um, you know what? And this is uh, maybe a topic for, for next week, because I know we're almost wrapping up, but you guys have to see this picture that my parents sent me. Either their entire house is sinking, or they have, like, moles or something in the Are yard. Are you kidding? You got to see. I'll All show right. you on the break. Our neighbors... Okay. Our neighbors have something I've never heard of before. Uh, four-fingered hands? No, not four-fingered hands, but but uh, is it voles? V-O-L-S. Voles, oh, yes. Somebody said that to me. Oh, I, yes. I thought they mistyped uh, no. it. I thought no, it was moles. It's, it's an entirely different creature. Yeah. Yeah. They're like oh. mice. They're little rodents. Yeah, and apparently they're running rampant in my neighborhood right now. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yay. It's probably what we have in our office. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. I don't know. I need to see what voles look like. We just found out about they're that. They're much more... Um, uh, there you go. Oh, is that your? This is my parents. Looks like a mouse. Wow. Wow. Oh, it's kind of cute. Whoa, Kath, that's pretty. And it wild. goes all around their house, oh, their wow. deck, the front of their house. Like it's all over. Okay, uh, we don't have time to talk about yep. it now. We got to take a break. But uh, Santa's got to go. Something to come back to. <laughs> Santa's got to go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll come back in a moment. We'll ask the lesson question. Make sure you stay close with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so today's lesson question, we're going to give away a $100 cash prize. And the question I think I'm going to go way back to an early part of the show, 639 this morning. Where did Michael Jackson and Liza Minnelli and David Guest go after that really weird wedding? (laughs) They went out to eat. Where did they go? 215-263-WMMR. You had to have been listening to know the answer. So where did Michael Jackson, Liza Minnelli, and David Guest go after that really weird wedding? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And while you call in for the answer, we will get the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Zippy's Bikes in Wildwood. Zippy's has hundreds of bikes in stock right now. And you can shop in person or online at zippysbikes.com. And pick up your fully assembled bike the next time you hit the shore. Promo code Casey to get bonus Zippy's Bucks. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Denise Richards and Charlie Sheen reunited to celebrate the 17th birthday of their oldest daughter, Sammy. Sheen says he has no idea where all the time went, but thinks a lot of it went up his nose. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Recently, single Miley Cyrus seen hanging out at Palm Springs at a restaurant chatting with a tall mystery man. From what we understand, the man spotted Miley from across the room, then walked over to ask her to stop doing that stupid tongue thing. Yep. <laughs> 
And finally, Susan Sarandon saying she is so desperate to start dating again that she will go out with anyone who's completely vaccinated. Sarandon says she is so horny that she woke up one night and found her vagina checking Tinder. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That's, uh, that's horny. That's your Hollywood trash. All right. To the phones we go, and we needed to know where Michael Jackson and Liza Minnelli and David Guest all went. Uh, after that really weird wedding, two one five two six three WMMR the number, and we are going to check in with Mike to see if we can get an answer. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Mayor Durgan Durgan. Yeah, Durgan Durgan. Flurgan Durgan. All right, Mike, uh, do me a favor and tell me where they all went out to. Friday. Friday. Yeah, everybody. That's right, Mike. Uh, for you, Mike, we got a hundred bucks. It's just that simple. One hundred dollar cash prize. To welcome Fox's new show, Game of Talents. And for another chance to win some cash, you can click contest at WMMR.com to vote for the MMR contestant with the most unusual talent that you think deserves to win $500. And check out an all-new episode of Game of Talents, a show where two teams must figure out the hidden talents of mystery performers. It's airing Wednesday right after The Masked Singer, and that is on Fox 29. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast. Start each morning with a hot, fresh cup of Royal Farms coffee. It's made one cup at a time from the finest coffee beans in the world and and, uh, freshly ground just seconds before serving. So, Avenged Sevenfold have shared some recent footage of them in the studio for their Instagram Live. Uh, They've been working on the follow-up to their 2016 album, The Stage, but were slowed down due to COVID restrictions. Last month, the band said that they had completed about 70% of the album. Uh, They don't plan on releasing it before they can return to touring, though. Deftones will celebrate the 20th anniversary of their platinum-certified album, White Pony, by releasing a limited edition Anho Tequila. Anejo Tequila, sorry. Uh, Blabbermouth.net reports that the Anejo has a caramel, vanilla, hazelnut, and chocolate notes. Blabbermouth. With a buttery taste that ends with a smoky, mature flavor. That sounds good. Uh, The band's Añejo is meant to sip and was handcrafted in the town of Tequila, uh, Jalisco, I guess. Don't know the name. There's an actual tequila town. Yep. Uh, Deftones released Black Stallion, the companion album to White Pony, back in December. Mike Shinoda has named Linkin Park's most polarizing album. According to Loudwire, he said, A Thousand Suns, which is our fourth record. It wasn't as commercially successful as the earlier ones because nothing could be. That would be impossible. It was very polarizing. It got one or one or five stars by everybody. So we ended up with a three-star rating all over the board because half the people hated it. And, with, and they hated it with all their heart and soul, he said. Uh, he continued saying... Now we're at a point where if you ask the average person who's relatively familiar with the band what their favorite record is, a lot of them say that one. Uh, It's changed. The whole relationship with the band has changed. He added, people go like, man, that was the first album I ever bought that, and that's how I learned how to play the guitar. And then I moved on to guitar that was harder, and that was part of the thing where we were like, yeah, uh, Brad Delson could actually play much more difficult stuff, but we loved how that sounded, and we wanted to make the stuff that a kid who couldn't really play guitar, and he'd be like, yeah, let's play this riff. So that's what they said their intention was, I guess. Well, so 
you know, musicians have different tastes and, and you know, and, and, you know, this band had a different sound. And then they kind of came out with the, with this, you know, they evolved. And I guess the original fans didn't like that. But there are other musicians out there like a Corey Taylor, right? So right. he did his Slipknot thing. And then... But he didn't do the Corey Taylor stuff under the Slipknot umbrella. Right. He changed the point of origin, or at least by people's perception. So it didn't seem like, what's this that we're hearing from this band? Right. But it was the entire band right. who, you know, did this shift. It wasn't like, you know, Chester. <laughs> because he did this. Me. I know. There was an F there. <laughs> That's what I thought he said for a moment. Listen, they did all this um, ass. <laughs> anytime bands try to, not anytime, but a lot of times when bands try to evolve and, and switch their sound, especially it's a very specific sound, uh, they face criticism. For yep. It. And, and sometimes it doesn't work. And other times, it goes great guns. I mean, Bob Dylan caught a ration of just absolute torment from his fans when he started to introduce electric guitars into it, and, and he exploded after that. The opera that George Thorogood wrote. Oh, yeah. It was Goodness. horrible. I didn't really yeah. care for it. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know if Chris Gaines's stuff was any good, you know, but... It actually wasn't bad. It was so... But it was from him... And it was a weird experiment. But Garth Brooks felt yeah. the need to change his name and persona yeah. altogether in order to put out different music. He also uh, sort of um, got a haircut and, and <laughs> changed well, his look a little bit. Well, the, he he was doing that as kind of a joke. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, yeah I mean, like, he, he took that... He did that on purpose. He changed his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. He changed yeah. his look. He was pretending to be somebody else, and it was kind of just a... Tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. 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 But I think he really wanted to get that music out. It was just had not... It, yeah, had it yeah, worked, yeah. I don't think he would have complained about yeah. it at all. All right, so as expected, Paul McCartney has announced a full covers album of his recent one-man band, McCartney 3 collection. Personally curated by the former Beatle, 3, Imagined, will be released on April 16th and features an A-list assortment of friends, fans, and brand new acquaintances, each covering and or reimagining their favorite McCartney 3 moments <laughs> in their own signature styles. So artists on the set are Beck, uh, Damon Albarn, and I'll tell you, there's a lot of people on here I don't recognize, people's names I don't know. Uh, St. Vincent, Josh yes. Homme of Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Anderson Pack, Blood Orange, Dominic Fike, Radiohead's Ed O'Brien, Idris Elba. Is ah. on oh, he's a DJ, right? He is a DJ. Yep. Uh, Krongbin. I don't know who that is. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Uh, 3DRDN and Massive Attack and Phoebe Bridgers. Yes. Okay, so uh, um, I'm kind of interested in this. Yeah, so I, I don't know any of the songs either, to be honest. Uh, the songs are Find My Way, The Kiss of Venus, Pretty Boys, Women and Wives, Deep Down, Seize the Day, Sliding. Anybody recognize any Sliding? No. Yeah. Are these all familiar. off of three? Is they all I, off the new record? I think so. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, why we wouldn't know them. Longtail Winterbird, Lavatory Lil, uh, When Winter Comes, Deep Deep Feeling, and Longtailed Winter Bird. Bird. There you go. Bird. Bird. <laughs> I bored. Here's this. this Longtail McCartney cover. Winter Bird. tribute to my bird. <laughs> And then finally, never-before-seen Super 8 footage of the Rolling Stones from July 22nd, 1972, has just popped up online. Uh, the clip, which features dubbed stereo audience sound, includes two songs, Bitch and Midnight Rambler, captured at Pittsburgh Civic Arena. Uh, during a 1973 press conference, shortly after that time this came out, uh, Mick had been reflecting on 
uh, how the band's crowds had changed over the decade, their decade on the road. At that point, they had only been around for 10 years. Is that wild? Uh, he said, when we first started, they used to just clap. Then we got into the scream period, which was, in a way, very enjoyable, but it got rather boring because you couldn't play. So then we gave up on the stage for two years. You get a uh, a lot of adrenaline buzz, you know. That's what he had said about that. has a lot of rivers. Yes, yeah, so we'll... Uh, uh, we'll get to uh, take a look at that uh, at that footage very very soon, and there you go. That's what we have in music news. Okay. Nice. Uh, so we have one more break to take, and then we come back and we give away the word of the week prize. We wrap it up. Your No Sad Bro Friday continues with Pierre Robert, but stay with us because we want you to win that money when we get back. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's local shots. That's right, and this month's artist is Brett Talley. Brett Talley, your local shots artist of the month. Check him out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. It is a Friday. And it's come to a close for us, as we have no sad bro, guarantee, and a nice day, 67, 68 degrees, somewhere around that mark. Uh, and it's all good. Uh, I would like to wrap up our program by thanking our guest, Lorraine Newman, who is on this morning, SNL alum, one of the originals, and she has a book out exclusively on Audible. And you can check that out now. It's her memoir, and it's called May You Live in Interesting Times. And that is available now. Uh, so it was cool to catch up She's with She's great. Yeah. Uh, and thank you to Dr. Mack, who is on, too, uh, the uh, pharmacist uh, at Skip Back Pharmacy. And uh, he is doing record numbers of getting vaccinations out and with a very, very small staff and a lot of volunteers and people wanting to help out. And it's uh, cool. There's been some national news about him. So we thought we'd touch base with him. So it was nice to talk to him today, too. Um, so those are the thank yous. Uh, and anything else I'm missing? We I need to do the, good. the letter of the day. So, uh, Case, you going to handle that? I can or? do that. Can okay, do we can do it. Here that we go. That I can do. Yeah. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show has been... Hold on. Oh! Don't hold on. The Preston and Steve show, this just in, has been brought to you today by the letter K. All right. Like kitten. All right. K is in kitten. And we'll take caller number seven at 215-263-WMMR. So if you happen to know what the word is and you're the seventh caller, you get a prize. Good one. Uh, so give us a call, 215-263-WMMR. That is the number. And how are you today, Mang? I am peachy. Excellent. Excellent. You rushed right in here, all set to go. Where, I just where? finished farming the last section of my farm. Oh, getting, you're turning the earth now because yes. it's going to be plowing time again. season to, uh, to plant. In the season of opportunity, it's yeah. plowing time again. That's right, man. Yeah. So you plant the seeds in the spring. And you let them fall in the fall. Okay, is that how it works? Oh, yeah. They yeah. fall in the fall. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you harvest your completely dead crop. Yeah. <laughs> no, not <laughs> if you're on Pierre's Cosmic Farm. <laughs> you don't. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. Got any weekend plans? 
I will search. <laughs> Just in general. I will follow. For your keys or like what? For everything. Okay. All right. For the answer. The answer. The answer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes okay. you don't need to know everything. Sometimes exactly. it will reveal itself to you. Well said, Buddha. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, what's up? Uh, well, you know what? I guess we could get a winner. We got our seven yeah, yeah. call, and I'll find we, out what you got could. going okay. on the show in a moment here. I'm going to go to Danny. Hey, Danny. Good morning, Preston. How are you? Wonderful. Danny, do you know our word of the week? I believe it is wreck. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Danny, you got it. Wreck is correct. And for getting that right, we have for you, sir, $500. And guess what? That's going to get me wrecked. Oh, yeah. beautiful. A man who knows what he yeah. needs to do. <laughs> Hang on a second, Danny. We'll get your information, and we're going to uh, set you up with that. And don't forget, it's part of T-Mobile's. 5G Fridays, where T-Mobile is giving away 5Gs in the name of Speed with the Preston and Steve Show. For another shot at 500 bucks, click contest WMMR.com and enter to win one of five $500 online prizes. T-Mobile is the first to bring 5G speeds to cities and towns across America. Coverage and speed. Who says you can't have it all? T-Mobile, are you with us? So congratulations to uh, Danny. We'll take good care of him. All right, so now I'd like to know what's up on the program today, ma'am. Thank you for asking. On the program today, we will have uh, workforce blocks of the Hooters, the Ramones, and Lenny Kravitz. Nice. And uh, lots of fun on Friday. Lovely. Yeah. Nothing like having fun on a Friday. Nothing. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Today, the Preston Steve Show has been brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. Also, Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Next week's looking pretty beefy. I like that. Uh, we will have joining us uh, Tom Garvey. He is the guy we told you about uh, earlier this week who lived in a secret apartment in Veterans Stadium for a couple of years. Not just what? visited. Yeah, lived. he lived there. Yeah. Yeah, he wow. found uh, Nick, uh, Pierre, he found an old, uh, he, had, he had family that, that did business with the vet in the parking lot. He, fa- he got a key to the building and he found an abandoned um, a concession stand and he turned it into an apartment. He lived there for two years. Isn't no that, one knew it? Like late, late 70s, early 80s, yeah. No just, one knew just it? Just a handful. Yeah, and it's been verified, too. Yeah. Wow. Well, a handful of people knew about it. So, anyhow, we're going to talk to him about that story. Uh, one of our close friends, Mr. Tom Papa. Yeah. will be on the show. Actor Steven Weber. Yeah. Our buddy Mark Summers. Woo-hoo. Wow. Comedian Nate Bargatze. Yeah. Holy hell. And Jeremy Piven. Oh, just wow. to name a few on next week's program. Yes, we're excited. Uh, that's it. We are done. So, rage on and have a great weekend. And we will see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Calling all you dirty dogs. We are the Dog House Groomers at 250 Ridge Pike in Limerick, PA. Our number is 610-409-6444. We not only groom dogs, but we do cats and even guinea pigs. Next message. Hey, Philly, this is Matt from Algorithm Restaurants. Philly's own vegan food truck. We serve Philly cheesesteaks, Korean barbecue, Nashville hot chicken, Rubens, and complement those with tacos and huevos rancheros. Fries rock, as well as our daily bread pudding, highlighting local snack aisle favorites. We source our coffee from Cafe Roasters for our signature Vietnamese iced coffee. We get our proteins from the likes of Blackbird and Philly Tempeh. Our breads from Mers Dockers and Baker Street. We are a small business supporting local businesses. It's Algorithm Restaurants. 
Check us out online for hours and locations. Let's rock, Philly. Thanks for letting us take care of you. Peace. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.